Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical, underage sale prohibited. Introducing Zone Nicotine Pouches, the perfect balance of unparalleled comfort, longer-lasting flavor, and nicotine that satisfies. Whether you're zoning in during the race or zoning out after a tough day at work, Zone gets you there faster and keeps you there longer. Available in seven flavors and in six and nine milligram strengths. Find Zone at zonepouches.com and retailers near you. Own your Zone with Zone Nicotine Pouches. This is Motor Racing Network Classics, presented by MRN. It's a beautiful September evening in Virginia's capital city, where anticipation runs high over the NASCAR racing excitement about to unfold at the Richmond International Raceway. Hello and welcome to Motor Racing Network's live coverage of the Exide NASCAR Select 400. Alan Bestwick here along with Barney Hall. And as Jeff Burton said in our opening, and the last two nights of racing have shown here this week, Richmond indeed may be the perfect racetrack for Winston Cup competition. We saw a great show here last night, and I think we'll see the same thing tonight. It is a racetrack that we talked about that does have four grooves, two of those very usable, racing door-to-door, side-by-side here, no problem at all, all the way around the racetrack, through the corners and the straightaways. And we saw a lot of three-wide racing last night on occasion might not have been by design but we saw some four wide <laughs> racing it is just a great racetrack and tonight there's so many guys as hungry for a win as the season winds down that have yet to go to victory lane the points battle it's pretty close the guys that need to catch up to dale jarrett know it's time to pull out all the stops and get with the program had a great competitive group that looked like they were going to be the lead pack after the happy hour practice this afternoon as many as six eight nine cars could be up there slugging it out throughout the 400 laps the championship is a big story this evening. Dale Jarrett has lost 146 points of his lead in the last two weeks, his advantage dropping from 314 points two weeks ago to just 168 points now. Jarrett won this year's first race here, and with just 10 races remaining in the season, needs a good mistake-free run tonight to keep the momentum from going all the other way. And, you don't need, and I talked to Dale about this. He, he said, I don't even need to think about that. I just need to go out there and concentrate on winning this race. If you start thinking points, you make mistakes and whatever. But how how can you tune that out for what's at stake, the kind of money that's at stake, the prestige being number one in this business? But if anybody can do it, I feel like he can. Tony Stewart will start second tonight. He's had an incredible year as a rookie driver. He's fifth in Winston Cup points, has seven top five finishes, and 15 top tens. He's done everything but win a race, and that first win has to be very close, and even he has to feel that way. Winston Kelly is with him. Hey, Tony Stewart. Tony, they say you've got to win a champion or lose a championship and a race before you win one. You've been so close this year. The car's good today. Is tonight the night? I don't know. We've got the losing a race part down, that's for sure. So uh, I'd like to think this is the night. You know, the car's been really good all day. And, uh, you know, we had a great qualifying effort yesterday. I mean, Greg Zippadelli and all the guys in the Home Depot team uh, really did their homework coming back here. We didn't run very good here in the spring race. And, uh, you know, I was a little bit leery about coming back here. I was afraid we weren't going to run too good. But uh, the car's been driving really good this week. You've adapted well to all the Winston Cup tracks. How would you rate Richmond in terms of difficulty? It's real difficult. I mean, this weekend in particular, uh, you know, I've never seen the track change as much as far as the way the sealer's been wearing off. And, uh, you know, this new new compound tire they have for us here, it's uh, made that even more critical. So uh, I think you're going to see a lot of guys searching for different spots on the racetrack that's going to make their cars work tonight. Another front row start third quickest in practice today. Look for Tony Stewart to contend for his first Winston Cup win. This racetrack, three quarters of a mile around, shaped like the capital letter D. The straight side of the D is the back stretch. This front stretch is a continuous turnaround from when you crank the wheel to go into turn three, all the way to when you come off of turn number two. It's tight 
as far as it's not a mile and a half track, it's less than a mile, so it's technically a short track, but at the same time, pulls in a little bit of a characteristic of a super speedway in that it is pretty fast and it's pretty wide. There's a lot of racing room here. Yeah, you got four grooves, as we said, two very usable. You can run door to door with no problem and three wide on occasion and four wide if you really, really need to. <laughs> They're coming off turn number four, about a lap or so away from the green. We'll take a swing around the racetrack and bring in another member of our broadcast team who'll be calling the action from turn two over through three and four in the back straightaway from Hampton, Virginia. Let's go over to Joe Moore. Thanks, Marty. I'm here at the end of the back straightaway looking back up into turn number two. And what we saw here last night and again on Thursday night for the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series race was the fact that the outside lane is the one that seems to pay off coming up off turn number two. Drivers tried and tried and tried again down to the inside. It never seemed to work. The outside lane was the quickest. And drivers who tried to move down to the inside sometimes got a little loose and got in trouble about halfway down this back straightaway. Same theme going into turn number three. They want to go in kind of high and work the outside lane. If you're going to challenge somebody to make a pass, the outside is where you need to be doing it. We'll follow all the action off turn two and down this back straightaway here tonight on a beautiful evening in Richmond, Virginia. Ricky Rudd has dropped to the tail end of the field as we discussed a few minutes ago. He will start in the 43rd position and that said, the pace car comes to the opening of pit road and hangs a left behind the wall. Mike Skinner and Tony Stewart on the front row. Rusty Wallace and Bobby Labonte in row two. We're ready to start the Exide NASCAR Select 400. Green flag is in the air and on the break Mike Skinner jumps the clutch out, takes off for turn number one, tries to get away and out front all by himself. He may be able to do it but Tony Stewart comes back in the throttle and they race for the lead off turn two. Stewart pulls up on the high side, the fast lane coming off turn number two and challenges Skinner once again. Halfway down the back straightaway they're stacked up double wide. Jeffrey Bodine sitting back in fifth with a first challenge from Jeff Gordon on the outside. Double wide still all the way back through most of the field as they come to the stripe. Skinner leads by Hood but Tony Stewart hanging tough on the outside for the race lead. They go double wide back to one. Stewart goes in a little deeper this time. Now pulls the fender out in front of Mike Skinner as they exit turn number two. Let's see if he can complete the pass. He's strong in the back straightaway and Stewart's got the spot but he's up high. Down low. Skinner on the attack again. You're not going to see a lot of single file racing the first few laps here at Richmond tonight. Now it is Tony Stewart grabbing the lead. He's by himself out front on the outside going into turn number one. Bobby Labonte trying to take away second place from Mike Skinner. Mike Skinner has the inside lane covered once again. So far that's not paid off for him. To the outside of him is Bobby Labonte side by side for the second spot charging hard into turn number three. Bonnie up high, Mike Skinner down low, Skinner hanging tough on the inside, Tony Stewart slips in the outside lane, here's Skinner back underneath him for the race lead, Skinner back in front, Bobby Labonte jumps into the bottom lane to try and follow him through around Stewart. Skinner wants to come up the racetrack up in front of Tony Stewart, but before he can, Stewart's back up alongside, challenging to retake the lead, Danny even once again, Skinner and Stewart in turn three. Now there's some strong cars behind the front two or three, but all they can do right now is watch the front three race up there, door to door, nowhere to go, even if they got a car that can get up there. There's just not room enough to pass. Still a hot battle for the lead. Skinner inside, Stewart outside, off turn two. Here they come up off the corner, battling for the lead, while Bobby Labonte has now taken sole possession of the third spot. At the end of the back straightaway, single file for the first time, Stewart, Skinner, then Bobby Labonte. So Tony Stewart and Mike Skinner trade the lead three times in the first five laps of the event. Now sorting out single file. The race will be for fourth position. Rusty Wallace inside and Jeff Gordon outside. Jeff Gordon drives it in hard, gets a nose of his Chevrolet out in front of Rusty Wallace in this fourth place battle while the front three began to pull away. Kenny Wallace swings to the high side of the banking. Gordon gets fourth. Now it's Kenny and Rusty Wallace. A four-car breakaway single file then back for fifth place. Kenny Wallace and Rusty Wallace go at it. Jeff Burton's on the
the outside in that next pack of traffic as they work their way off turn number two and head for the backstretch. Rusty Wallace gets a nose out in front of his younger brother this time, coming up off the corner, but Kenny again pulls even on the back straight away. Closer to the front, a challenge for the second spot. Bobby Labonte dives under Mike Skinner. Labonte tried to work his way off of turn four up underneath Skinner, but won't be able to make it hook up. He slides back in line, single file behind him. Front five now lined up in single file, side by side for sixth on back. A couple of forwards going at it there. It's Jeff Burton to the outside. Rusty Wallace down low, some contact now. Jeffrey Bodine a little bit wide, makes some contact with Rusty Wallace, but he straightens the car out here at the end of the back straightaway. Now here's the battle for second place off turn number four and into the straightaway. Bobby Labonte going after Mike Skinner this time. Labonte to the bottom of the racetrack, stands on it, takes it on in the corner. Is he going to be able to pull it off off turn number two? Side by side, coming up off the corner for the second spot. Just behind him, Jeff Gordon waiting to see which is going to be the best way to go. Mike Skinner drives it in deeper at the end of the back straightaway. He's got the advantage, but Labonte battles on underneath him. Skinner looking like he's trying to hold Labonte right to the bottom of the racetrack off the corner, and it works as he squirts out in front of Bobby, and here's Jeff Gordon trying to hang up to the top side of Labonte in turn one. Going to try to follow the tire tracks of Mike Skinner, Jeff Gordon is, on the outside lane, leaving Bobby Labonte down low by himself. Meanwhile, Tony Stewart is driven off to a five-car length lead. Tony has a big advantage right now, five, maybe almost eight car lengths. Still the scramble going on back there for third place. Mike Skinner has second in tow for the moment. Now Jeff Gordon trying to get away from Bobby Labonte. He'll get third place as they go off into the turn. And now it's single file back through about 10th position off turn two. Bobby Labonte needs to squeeze back up in line before the next car comes up. That is going to be Kenny Wallace. Labonte does do that at the end of the back straightaway. He's got the fourth spot. While there's trouble in the back straightaway, Warren Burton is collected by Martin Martin. There's damage on the front end of Martin's car rear of Ward Burton's Pontiac. That happened when Rick Mast had to check up off of turn number two in the outside lane. He got off the gas and tried to collect his car, which almost got away from him, and Burton and Mark got tangled up kind of in the aftermath. The chain reaction of everybody jamming on the brakes. They've all gotten away okay, but as Joe said, some damage to the Ward Burton and Mark Martin cars here just 11 laps into the race. Uh, tip the cap to Kenny Wallace who's moving up well in the early going, but Rusty Wallace is falling back. He started third. He has dropped to the seventh position in the early going, so we'll keep an eye on Rusty and see if he's able to kind of hold it in line there, or if his car is going to lose a few more positions in these opening laps. But a couple of times we've been to Richmond recently when Rusty's car did not really come up to speed in the early going. They made a couple of adjustments on him, but you can bet before the night is over, he'll be a factor up there in that lead pack. Early in the Exide NASCAR Select 400 at Richmond for the NASCAR Winston Cup Series, Tony Stewart leads. He's out in front by about 15 car lengths over a pretty good race for the runner-up spot that's in turn two. And it's Jeff Gordon hanging on to the position, but Bobby Labonte had pulled even with him last time they made this trip down the long back straightaway. For now, though, Gordon holds him off. They'll go single file from second on back to third. Three cars locked up in that battle for second place. Bobby Labonte takes a look underneath Gordon as they came off the corner, then tucks back in single file. Mike Skinner has now fallen back to uh, fourth place as they work their way off turn number two. Bobby Labonte takes one more stab at getting second position. Bobby dives to the inside of the racetrack. This time it's a very good run on Jeff Gordon and passes him at the end of the back straightaway. Move Bobby Labonte up to the second spot now. Now Gordon back to third. Mike Skinner to fourth. Jeff Burton to fifth. Kenny Wallace sixth. Steve Park is up to seventh. Jeffrey Bodine eighth. Kenny Ir Irwin uh, runs in the ninth spot. And Rusty Wallace is back to tenth. Just behind them side by side for eleventh spot into the corner. That is Jeremy Mayfield racing to the outside of the racetrack and Ken Musgrave down to the inside. They come side by side down the back straightaway. Terry Labonte, Dale Earnhardt Jr., and Dale Jarrett just behind trying to find a lane to open up. Down into the corner. 
Work their way up off the corner onto the front straightaway and work their way into the uh, turn now as the leader, Tony Stewart, has completed the 23rd lap of the event. Let's go down to Pit Road. There's a couple of stories we want to follow up on. I believe all of them at the moment in the center section of Pit Road with Winston Kelly. Well, and Alan, all three of the cars involved in those stories are just right side by side by side. Ward Burton and uh, Mark Martin got together just a few laps ago. We talked to Ward Burton's crew chief, Tom Baldwin. He said the cars just all messed up now, not wanting to turn good. The toe end possibly messed up. He's dropped back from 19th to 27th. Mark Martin's faring a little bit better. He's picked up a spot, but he's radioed in and told his crew chief, Jimmy Finning, is starting to push, meaning he wants to go up the racetrack. And also in the midsection of Pit Road, Dale Earnhardt Jr. Some reports that something might be pushing out the rear of the car, possibly some water in it from something, but nobody else on the racetrack reporting that. And Dale Earnhardt Jr. has picked up seven positions from 21st to 14th. On the move pretty good in the early going is Dale Earnhardt Jr. Tony Stewart setting a pretty good pace also. He's within uh, maybe a quarter of a lap of catching the tail end of the field and already start putting some cars down if a lap down if this race should stay green. Let's go back to pit road. We talked about Rusty Wallace losing positions. His car is loose getting into the turns. Rusty was fearful the car would be tight wanted to push up the racetrack. Not the case. It's loose. Also Jeff Burton scrubbed the wall lightly uh, off turn two and he has some damage to the right side. So far it's not been significant. Robert Presley is the last car in 43rd position as the leader bears down on him. About to put him a lap down here very shortly, but Tony Stewart's got his hands full right now. Bobby Labonte just seemed to come from nowhere. Tony had a big lead. Bobby's going after him in turn number one. Just drove right down underneath him, and Bobby Labonte is the leader. They're out of two. Bobby chased him down in a hurry and passed him in a hurry as he just swept down to the inside of the racetrack off turn number two. Picks up the top spot and now pulls out by two car lengths. Speculation on my part, and just speculation, but they are teammates, and Bobby being pretty much up there in the fight for the NASCAR Winston Cup Championship, third in points. Tony might have said, come on up, get your five bonus points for leading, and we may see Tony drive right right back around Bobby here in the next several laps. Uh, again, just speculation on my part, but certainly not an unreasonable thing for the teammates to do. That could well be. Possibly that could be the case right now. At any rate, Bobby Labonte is the leader out of turn number four. Tony falls back half a car length on him. Jeff Gordon's maybe eight or nine car lengths back, then about the same equal distance back to Mike Skinner, who rides in fourth position. Fifth for the moment will belong to Jeff Burton. They're all out of turn two. Let's check out the sixth place battle now. Kenny Wallace has the spot. Steve Park now pulling up on him, looking to the inside for a chance to make the pass, but instead they'll too stay single file as they enter turn three. And off of turn four, here comes Tony Stewart back underneath Bobby Labonte, trying to get the lead back away from him. He will clear him down in turn number one, and Stewart back up top. We drift once again back to the race for sixth. It's nose to tail in the corner. Both cars have to go wide this time to get by Robert Presley, who has a problem on the Jasper engine Ford. He has slowed even more on the racetrack now. That sixth place battle, nose to tail to turn three. They stay that way as they work their way through the corner and head back into the straightaway while Robert Presley is down on the apron of the racetrack. He may be coming to pit road. He is. Robert has a problem on the car for sure as he brings it in to the attention of his pit crew and becomes the first car to make a pit stop here at lap number 33. It is Tony Stewart, the leader. Bobby Labonte rides in the number two position. Still hanging on to third is Jeff Gordon. Mike Skinner, fourth. Fifth is Jeff Burton. Back in sixth, it's Kenny Wallace. Steve Park is still seventh. Jeffrey Bodine is eighth. Kenny Irwin is ninth. And Ted Musgrave, that makes up our top ten. A little deeper into the field. Rusty Wallace is 11th. Terry Labonte, 12th. Dale Earnhardt Jr. now 13th. Dale Jarrett is 14th. And Bobby Hamilton runs in 15th spot. 16th is Jeremy Mayfield. Mark Martin is 17th. Bill Elliott, 18th. Jimmy Spencer. Oh, trouble in turn two. It is 
Rick Mast into the outside retaining wall. The car just shot up the banking. He slammed into the wall. The car is still rolling, but it appears some damage on the right side of the Woody Woodpecker machine. Car is down at the apron of the racetrack. See a little smoke coming out of Rick Mast's machine as he too will be heading to pit road, but this race will remain under green flag conditions. 35 laps complete. Tony Stewart has caught the tail end of the field, slicing up and through some lap traffic. He's gone three wide to get by a couple of them. Joe Moore kind of a little bold early in the event. And he's closing in on another car with problems. Jeremy Mayfield slows on the back straightaway. Smoke pouring out on the right side. Maybe a cut tire on Jeremy Mayfield's board. Yeah, saw a lot of smoke coming. He came way off the pace right in the middle of turns one and two. Jeremy coming on the pit road and the sparks are flying out from under the car. A lot of smoke behind it also. Tough going. A tough break for him in the early going, I should say, for Jeremy Mayfield in the Mobile One Ford as he is trying to get down to the pits and have the crew service the car, get him back out there without losing too many laps. And uh, all of a sudden, several cars are having problems here at Richmond in the early going. Let's uh, go down to pit road, cover the Jeremy Mayfield stop, as well as the troubles for Rick Mast, who's been on pit road the last few moments. Right front tire was down on the Rick Mast car. That was it. Changing right side tires. And let's say they're going to change all four tires, probably on the uh, Jeremy Mayfield car. Can't tell that he's done any damage to the right side except for the tire. They're still working on the right front suspension part. So there could have been some damage done to the fender well when the tire uh, went down. Rick Mast hit the wall, right side, big hard hit on the right front of his car. Probably the top eight frame, the lower eight frame, the tie rod uh, bent on that car. We're going to go to the garage area and work on it. Tony Stewart continues to lap cars, just setting a blistering pace in the early going. Only 45 laps are on the scoreboard, and already he's lapped several cars, working right now in a group of traffic. He's about to catch Ward Burton as they work their way off into turn number one. He's just door-to-door uh, -door with Darrell Waltrip as they go through the corner, having a little trouble getting around Burton, at least for the moment, off turn two. Pulls by the Darrell Waltrip car, now pulls even with Ward Burton, Tony Stewart does, and races with him now, side-by-side side into turn three. Let's, uh, as Stewart clears those cars, go into the garage and uh, find out what is up with the Robert Presley machine. He's gone to the garage, as well as Rick Mast here in the early going. Marty Snyder. Well, initially the diagnosis was a plug wire was off. They fixed that problem, but further problems for Robert Presley. And what's got you in the garage, Robert? We ain't sure what happened. We got ready to take off there run about three or four laps. The thing just started going. I don't know if we broke an axle or what the deal is here possible broken axle for Robert Presley and as Jim Phillips mentioned, Rick Mast also back here in the garage area. And it has been a tough year for Robert Presley and that team along with a half a dozen other teams in the Wistie Cup circuit. Just been an unreal year as far as bad luck. 48 laps on the board. Tony Stewart continues to dust everybody's britches here at Richmond. Bobby Labonte hangs in there in second. Bobby's been about as strong as he has at times. Has swapped the lead back and forth with him. Jeff Gordon has now moved his way up to third position as he comes off turn number four and works his way back into the corner. A lot of traffic over there as they head for the back stretch. Yeah, a lot of these guys have a hard time working their way through all the traffic. Bobby Labonte boxed in now down on the inside as he tries to make the move on one car, swings to the high side. There's another one sitting there. That's allowing third place Jeff Gordon to close in on him. While those front runners work their way th through some traffic, let's drop back to a pretty good race for fifth position. Jeffrey Bodine has just taken the number five spot back over. He started there earlier in the event. He has just passed Jeff Burton to grab that position. He's got right behind him Burton. Steve Park, uh, Kenny Wallace in that group as well. They're in two. Here though, cars, cars come down. Ball turn number two, single file this time as they hit the back straightaway. Burton and Park have cleared the lap traffic. Further back, you've got Kenny Wallace now posting side-by-side -side traffic in front of him. 
They stretch out single file as they work their way back into the front straightaway, looking back toward the front of the field right now between Bobby Labonte and Jeff Gordon. That's heating up a little bit off turn two. Bobby Labonte dives to the inside to try to clear himself with a Ward Burton Pontiac, while Jeff Gordon now follows Ward Burton into the corner. Bobby's got the inside lane. That works, so Gordon goes there too. And we'll have to cut down underneath Ward Burton off turn four and follow Bobby Labonte through the traffic. 52 laps complete. Let's set the field for you now. Tony Stewart leads Bobby Labonte about two seconds behind him now. So Stewart with a pretty sizable advantage in the early going. Labonte second, Jeff Gordon third, Mike Skinner fourth, and Jeffrey Bodine fifth. Steve Park is sixth, Jeff Burton seventh, Kenny Wallace eighth, Ted Musgrave ninth, and Bobby Hamilton runs in tenth position. Kenny Irwin is 11th, 12th is Dale Earnhardt Jr., 13th is Mark Martin, Terry Labonte is 14th, and Dale Jarrett has not made any progress forward in the early going. He runs in 15th position. Rusty Wallace has fallen back to 16th spot. Bill Elliott is 17th, Jimmy Spencer 18th, Dale Earnhardt 19th, and John Andretti 20th. 21st is Elliott Sadler, Sterling Marlin is 22nd, Chad Little up to 23rd spot, Kyle Petty is 24th, and Johnny Benson runs 25th. Michael Waltrip is 26th, Ken Schrader 27th, Joni Check 28th, Mike Wallace 29th, and Ricky Rudd is the last car on the lead lap in 30th spot. A lap down, Kevin LePage in 31st, Ward Burton in 32nd, Darrell Waltrip in 33rd, Jerry Nadeau in 34th, and Todd Bodine in 35th, and we've got a car in trouble over in turn number two. It is Terry Labonte, the same part of the racetrack that's claimed a number of cars already this evening, has now claimed Labonte. He's hit the outside retaining wall, completely flattened the right side of the car. A ton of damage to the Kellogg Chevrolet as Terry lifts his way to the garage. Caution on the speedway. First time for the evening. It comes out at lap 55 when Terry Labonte had a problem over again in turn two. A quick update again from Joe Moore. Same place everyone else has had their problems tonight, Barney. Going into turn number one, the car gets up in the loose stuff and slides up into the debris and then into the wall. Terry tried to make it into the garage, but the car has caught fire. Here at the end of the back straightaway, Terry is climbing out of the car just shy of the garage entrance. Took a hard shot into the wall in turn number one as the right front tire went down on the machine as he went into the corner and Terry the body now bailing out of the machine as Joe Moore described at the back entrance to the NASCAR Winston Cup garage right in the middle of turns three and four. So wasn't it back in the May race here? We had a rash of flat right front tires. Didn't Jeff Gordon have a couple of them himself that dropped him back in the field? And for some reason again tonight, we're seeing it one more time. Yeah, we... uh Probably the first 40 or 50 laps, we had about three or four cars that got into the wall down in turns one and two in the early part of the race. Maybe seeing the same trend here tonight at Richmond. But we're under caution for the first time. Caution on the speedway coming out at lap number 55. We are now at lap 57, and no doubt we will see everybody diving on the pit road here in just a moment. Motor Racing Network's live coverage of the NASCAR Winston Cup Series continues tonight in Richmond, Virginia with the Exide NASCAR Select 400. We are under the first caution of the race at lap 55 when Terry Labonte cut down a right front tire and bounced off the wall in turn number one. We've had five lead changes already among three drivers, and Labonte joins Rick Mast and Robert Presley as drivers in the garage in the uh, early laps of this event. All the leaders are on pit road under the caution. Jim Phillips. They're loaded on this end. We've got uh, the leader Tony Stewart and Rusty Wallace, Kenny Wallace, Bobby Labonte. Also, Jeff Burton is in, Kenny Irwin is in, Steve Park, Jimmy Spencer, the points leader Dale Jerry, all in for tires and 76 fuel, and Winston Kelly has a host in front of him. Jeff Gordon easily the first down and away, 15.75 seconds, an excellent stop. Jeffrey Bodine fell out behind him, then Mark Martin, then Ted Musgrave, who's having a good run, now still just coming down pit road. It's the Ward Burton automobile, all the rest of the cars midsection of pit road, four tires in gasoline, Gordon's car. 
just a tick tight, so just a slight air pressure adjustment. Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s team also with a good stop. Down to Marty Snyder. Dale Earnhardt was in. He has a brand new car this weekend, and they're very happy with it right now. Just a little bit tight for Dale Earnhardt Jr. Up two rounds on the track while he started 33rd, running 18th when he came in. Wally Dallenbach has lost a lot of spots on the track. His car extremely loose. He has fallen all the way back to 34th, and Ricky Rudd just a little bit loose, but he feels fine. That's a good part for Ricky Rudd. He's going to stay out there for a lot longer tonight. And the race off pit road is going to be won again by Tony Stewart. Jeff Gordon gets out right behind him, followed by Jeff Bodine. Good Jeffrey Bodine. Good pit work on Jeffrey's part. Uh, Jeff Burton will get out fourth. Mike Skinner fifth. Mark Martin will be sixth. Bobby Labonte seventh after these pit stops. Ted Musgrave's team puts him back out in eighth position, followed by Dale Jarrett and Dale Earnhardt Jr., the top ten. So Mark Martin's crew picks him up some spots. Jeffrey Bodine's gained some spots on pit road. Ted Musgrave's and Dale Jarrett's do as well. Looks like Bobby Labonte's team had a little bit of trouble on the left side. Tire change there, and that drops him back to seventh position here as we get set for the restart. Well, that uh, turn two has lived up to its reputation as it has uh, over the years here at Richmond. It is the trickiest spot on this racetrack. We'll probably see more guys end up in the wall over there than any part on the speedway, and it doesn't take long tonight for a few to have scraped the wall over there. Terry Labonte, the latest one to have problems coming out of turn number two. Still under caution. Cleanup efforts going on around the racetrack at lap number 63. Going to be a couple more before we go back to green. That'll actually be one lap to go when they get to the start-finish line. Take a minute and say hello to Cliff Pennell, the Senior Vice President of Marketing for the R.J. Reynolds Tobacco Company. Winston gave away another million dollar check last weekend cliff uh, you folks got to be thrilled with the way that program has turned out the noble five alan the winston noble five program has gone extremely well and and last weekend at darlington was no exception um you know jeff burton uh, must love the rain and i know phyllis farmer from missouri was glad to be paired with him because both of them went home with an extra million dollars courtesy of winston somebody said to me this week boy they must be getting antsy about giving away all these million dollar checks but i mean that was the idea when you developed the program wasn't it oh absolutely i mean it, the program works a lot better for for us from a marketing standpoint and certainly from a driver and fan standpoint when we give it away so we're headed to Talladega for the Winston 500 to see if uh, we can't give away another 200 uh, or $2 million courtesy of Winston. Cliff, we look forward to it, and perhaps uh, another big payday there come the Winston 500 at Talladega. Thanks for all your support of the sport and continued success to you. Alan, thanks to you and Barney and everybody at MRN for what you do. It's a great night of racing in, in Richmond. Thank you, Cliff. Cliff Pennell from Winston as we get ready to go back racing. Green flag goes in the air. Tony Stewart takes off, leads him down to turn number one. A lot of lap cars now on the inside. Jeremy Mayfield, one of those, trying to get his lap back as he work off two. Jeremy won't be able to do it this time as Tony Stewart swings around him. Now Jeremy sits in between Stewart in second place, Jeff Gordon. Further back, we've got Jeffrey Bodine. Mike Skinner working the outside lane off turn four. Up off the corner, down to the start-finish line. The field rumbles as we check back into the garage with Marty Snyder. And Terry Labonte has come from the infield care center. And what happened out on the racetrack? You're fine, though. Yeah, I'm fine. Uh, I, I guess I blew out a right front tire. The car was loose. I really couldn't imagine it blew out a front tire. But uh, uh, just it did, and uh, it got in the wall pretty hard. We're going to try to fix it and get back out. But I don't know if we can or not. And that's Terry Labonte. They should be able to get this car back out for a little while tonight. Really a tough break for Terry Labonte in the early going here. Good scramble for second place right now. Jeffrey Bodine is working on Jeff Gordon as they work their way out of turn number two. That's a good scramble. They are side by side as they exit turn two and hit the back straightaway. And Jeffrey Bodine looking good here in the early stages of the race. Gets the nose of his car out in front of Jeff Gordon and passes 
him off turn four. Solid run for the power team in the early going here at Richmond, starting in the fifth position. Gained a couple of spots on pit road. That stop now up to the runner-up spot and looking to see if he can chase down Tony Stewart for the lead. Gordon comes to the high side of the racetrack, trying to swing back around Jeffrey Bodine. Not able to do it. Further back, you've got the Jeff Burton car with Mark Martins behind him and Mike Skinner putting some pressure on there. Tell you what, that's a good scramble, too, from third place on back. Jeff Burton actually is from fourth place on back. Jeff Burton holds on to that for a moment. Mark Martin has his hands full with Mike Skinner as they work into the corner, and all of a sudden they look in the mirror, and here's Bobby Labonte. He's a player in that scramble, too. Skinner was concentrating on getting by Mark Martin, didn't realize that Bobby Labonte was sneaking up. Ken Musgrave there as well. Here's Labonte diving to the inside of Mike Skinner. Labonte tried to make that bottom lane work off of turn number four. Not going to do it this time. In fact, Ted Musgrave pulls up to Bobby's outside and draws even with him. This should be for seventh spot back into the corner. That allows sixth place Mike Skinner to get away somewhat while they race side-by-side side behind him for the seventh position. Ted Musgrave over the high side of the banking to the low side. Bobby Labonte dead even on turn three. Bobby stays door to door with Musgrave as they come out of the corner. Now here's another scramble. Jeff Gordon again has his hands full this time as they work their way back into turn number one. Door to door confrontation there. We need to give a call also to Jeremy Mayfield. Joe, he made a good move ago just a lap ago to get himself back on the tail end of the lead lap. He's just in front of Tony Stewart now as they come back into the corner and Jeffrey Bonine is closed in on Stewart for the lead. Let's update that Jeremy Mayfield scoring just for a second, Barn. He is on the tail end of two laps down. He lost three laps on the pit stop a little while ago. So he's actually almost three full laps down to race leader Tony Stewart. Flat tire here tonight under green. It's going to cost you a whole bunch. Well, he's good enough to get one lap back. Maybe somewhere along the road he can get the other. But Stewart now threatening to put him that lap he gained back a moment ago as he pulls around the outside. That's been the quick way around this racetrack. Let's see if Tony can get around him. Yep, he's going to do it off turn two. He swings by off turn number two. Jeffrey Bodine now in the second spot and closed right in on Tony Stewart. Now he's got a little bit of ground to make up. Plus he's got to pass the car of Jeremy Mayfield. So Mayfield now three laps down to the race leader back in 40th position at this point. 80 of 400 laps complete in the Exide NASCAR Select 400 at the Richmond International Raceway. Tony Stewart has been the dominant driver in the early going. He and Mike Skinner, who started on the front row together, traded the lead three times in the first four laps, and then Stewart went out in front to lap 29, checked up and let his teammate Bobby Labonte lead a couple between 30 and 32, and then from lap 33 to where we stand now at lap number 81, it has been all Tony Stewart, including a run of caution flag pit stops in which the Home Depot crew Got him off the pit lane, holding on to the top spot. Man, he's got her in the wind here tonight. That car's handling about as good as anything out there. Give a call to Jeffrey Bodine, too. They did good pit work to get him back out there, keep him in contention. He's moved up to second place and is not that far behind the leader right now. Maybe seven or eight car lengths. Robert Presley has brought his car from the garage and gone back onto the racetrack. He went out at lap 41, and we're now at lap 82. So he just want to get out there and get any kind of finish he can. Drop a little further back in the field, back to fourth place right now. Mark Martin and looks like Jeff Burton and Mike Skinner all about to go at it down in turns one and two as they hit the back stretch. All those cars trying to get by the machine of Jeremy Mayfield, who occupies the outside lane. Mark Martin's cleared him. Here comes Jeff Burton getting by. And now Mike Skinner pulls up to the rear deck of Jeremy Mayfield's Ford. Again, this is the race for fourth, fifth, and sixth positions. Right behind them, Ted Musgrave in seventh in the Polaris car. He's feeling a little bit under the weather here today. Uh, some sort of a virus, an intestinal bug, something he thinks may be similar to what Ricky Rudd was suffering from yesterday. So Dick Trickle is standing by down in the Bush.
Butch Mock Team's pit area in case Musgrave needs some relief. He's having a terrific run so far early tonight, being up in the top 10 in seventh spot after starting in the number 12 position. As we've said many times, some of the times the best medicine you can have is to get on a good handling or a good running race car and be in contention to run up in the top 10. Seem to forget a lot of your ills. At lap 85, Tony Stewart leads. Jeffrey Bodine, Jeff Gordon second. Jeff Burton is third. Mark Martin make up your top five. We talked a few minutes ago about some of the guys having tire problems going off into turn number one and scraping the wall a little bit. Marty Snyder, what are they saying down there? Well, we've talked to Goodyear's Wayne Torrance, and they brought the tire from Terry Labonte's car. They tried to get also the tire from Jeremy Mayfield's car, but that was too destroyed to see actually what happened. But the tire from Terry Labonte's car appeared that the heat from the brakes caused the bead to melt from the inside out, which would cause the air to seep out, and that would cause the tire to blow. Now, they did ask 10 other teams on pit road to bring their right front tires down after that last pit stop, and all those teams checked out fine, so they think it might be an isolated incident with just Jeremy Mayfield and Terry Labonte. At least that's what they're hoping for right now. Now, the bead is where the tire seals to the rim on the car, and if that does not hold the air, then you're going to have a problem going off into the corner, but perhaps brake heat, and you do use a significant amount of brakes here at Richmond. Uh, getting into the corners here may be a factor in some of those early incidents. And uh, as almost any of the teams will tell you, or anybody that's in the tire business or whatever else, there can be a multitude of reasons for having a tire problem. It can be the, ch the chassis setup on the car. It can be too much heat in the brakes. It can be a half a dozen things. So good you're checking to see what the problem is right now. 89 laps. Tony Stewart still the leader. Very much so. Nobody's been able to do anything with him. Not really. He's been passed a couple of times by Bobby Labonte. He's been challenged a few times by other drivers. But every time that he lost the lead, he went right back to the front. And for the moment, he has a healthy advantage of 1.2 seconds as he works his way off turn number four into the start-finish line. Jeffrey Bodine has him in sight. Jeffrey looks back in the mirror. And Jeff Gordon sits there about two or three car lengths back. Now the scramble that we talked about from fourth, fifth, and sixth, it's separated out just a little bit. Back for the seventh spot is where the battle will be now. Ted Musgrave trying to clear himself of the lap car of Jeremy Mayfield. They've been racing side by side for the last five laps or so and continue racing up into turns three and four. Again, Mayfield three laps down after cutting down a right front tire earlier and going to pit road at lap number 42. Set the field for you here just shy of the one-quarter mark of the race. We're at lap 91 now. It is Tony Stewart leading Jeffrey Bodine with Jeff Gordon third, Jeff Burton fourth, and Mike Skinner fifth. Mark Martin is sixth, Ted Musgrave sixth. Seventh, Bobby Labonte has just taken eighth spot away from Dale Earnhardt Jr., putting Jr. back to ninth. And Dale Jarrett rounds out the top ten. Eleventh is Rusty Wallace, John Andretti's twelfth, Kenny Wallace thirteenth, Bobby Hamilton fourteenth, and Kenny Irwin fifteenth. Sixteenth is Steve Park, Chad Little is seventeenth, uh, Dale Earnhardt is eighteenth, Sterling Marlin is nineteenth, and Bill Elliott is twentieth. Twenty-first is Jimmy Spencer, Kyle Petty is twenty-second, Elliott Sadler twenty-third, Michael Waltrip twenty-fourth, and Joni Vichek twenty-fifth. Johnny Benson is twenty-sixth, Mike Wallace 27th, Ricky Rudd 28th, and Ken Schrader is the last car on the lead lap in 29th spot. A lap down, Jerry Nadeau in 30th, Todd Bodine in 31st, Wally Dallin back in 32nd, Ward Burton in 33rd, Darrell Waltrip in 34th, Kevin LePage in 35th, Brett Bodine in 36th, Ron Hornaday in 37th, 38th place Steve Grissom, and David Green in 39th spot. 
40th place is Jeremy Mayfield, three laps down. Terry Labonte and Rick Mast are in the garage after problems early in the event, and Robert Presley back on the speedway after some 49 laps in the garage for repairs to his machine early in the event. At the Richmond International Raceway, we've just passed the one-quarter point in tonight's Exide NASCAR Select 400 for the NASCAR Winston Cup Series. Tony Stewart is the leader. Got somebody new chasing him now, though. It is Jeff Gordon who has made the move around Jeffrey Bodine into the runner-up position. He does have a pretty good bit ground to make up to catch the race. Trouble in turn two, Alan. Two cars are getting together. Daryl Walter there along with the car appears to be Kyle Petty. They made contact, slid up into the outside retaining wall, but it's kept going in a straight way on the back straightaway. It will bring out the yellow flag for the second time tonight. It comes out at lap 102. Caution on the speedway. Back to Joe Moore. Daryl Walter and Kyle Petty made contact going into turn number one. May have been another cut tire situation because both cars just kind of leaned on one another, went up to the outside retaining wall, grazed the wall, and it came on down this back straight away. Uh, caution waving for the second time of the event at lap number 102. 108 laps are on the board. It'll put him under green at lap 109 with Tony Stewart as the leader. Not only is he getting the job done on the racetrack, that team is doing the job for him on pit road, too. Outstanding pit work all night. Here they come off turn number four. Going to be a lot of lap traffic down to the inside of the leader, Stewart. Going to be trying to get a lap back as they work their way to the start-finish line. Jerry Nadeau will be one of those cars up there, but Stewart's gone like a jackrabbit over to turn two. Stewart gets a good jump going into the corner. Jeff Gordon now climbs the banking just behind him in the second spot. He, too, trying to clear some of the lap traffic. First pulling up alongside Jeremy Mayfield, and still Jerry Nadeau separating him from race leader Tony Stewart. Jerry Nadeau running in 30th position. First car one lap down as they come off the turn four spot and down to the start-finish line. Jeff Gordon now got a couple of lap cars to deal with as Jeremy Mayfield slides up in front of Gordon and one. Gordon now pulls on the outside lane to pull up even with Jeremy Mayfield. Further back, Mark Martin rides along in third with Mike Skinner on his rear deck in the fourth spot. Jeffrey Bodine in fifth. All those cars working the high side of turn three. And some good cars kind of caught back in traffic back there trying to scramble out and get some running room and run down the leaders again. Dale Jerry gained a little bit, I believe, on that round of pit stops. He's a little closer to the front than he was a moment ago. Now the scramble again is on off turn two. Jeff Gordon goes to the outside lane, still trying to shake the car of uh, Jeremy Mayfield. He's still trying to get by the car of Jerry Nadeau. It's just in front of him. Farther back, Mark Martin is free of lap traffic for the minute, though he'll quickly run up on the back of Mayfield's machine. Then you've got Mike Skinner feeling a challenge from Jeffrey Bodine there. Bodine looking to get fourth spot away in turn one. Jeffrey drives it right to the bottom of the racetrack alongside Mike Skinner, but there's traffic sitting just ahead, so he'll have to quickly get back in line. The machine of Wally Donovan is occupying the inside lane. Hey, what, Jeffrey Bodine and that whole team been pumped up all weekend here at Richmond, and he's driving the wheels off that thing right now. He's been a factor up in the top five or six positions all night long, still going at it with Mike Skinner down to the inside. Skinner on the outside. They'll come off the corner door to door. Racing for the fourth position now, side by side, and Jeffrey Bodine swings around in front to pick off the spot. He'll the back straight away. So Skinner falls back to fifth. Now Jeff Burton knocking on the door. He wants a piece of that spot. Tries to cut low off turn number four. Can't quite get alongside Skinner. Falls back in line behind Jeff Burton. You've got Rusty Wallace, Dale Jarrett, and Bobby Labonte next in line, all single file. Those cars work at the outside lane now, trying to clear the machine of Todd Bodine, which is down on the inside lane. On the back straightaway, here's Bodine now, going after the lap car of Wally Dunnenbeck. Jeffrey Bodine continues to work his way up toward the front of the field, trying to get out of some of that lap traffic back there. Won't be able to do it for the moment as Dahlenbach holds him off down in the corner. Wally in a high groove. Again, Jeffrey at the bottom of the speedway. And he's had one of the cars that's been good at the bottom of the racetrack all night long. They're in the backstretch. Works again for Jeffrey Bodine as he swings by Wally Dahlenbach. Now he's got 
Gary Nadeau separating him from the next man on the lead lap, which is Mark Martin. Farther back in line, Rusty Wallace clears the Todd Bodine car. Dale Jarrett, Bobby Labonte, John Andretti as well. So some of the leaders starting to work their way around the traffic and see if they can chase down Tony Stewart. Tell you what, Stewart and his team been very impressive so far tonight. Stewart, the last time the Winston Cup circuit raced on a short track, which was at Bristol in the last weekend of August, led 225 of the first 250 laps. Did not wind up getting the win that night, but was very impressive that evening. He looks just as strong tonight, having led again all but five of the first 117 laps. And when you stop and consider, this is only Tony's second visit here as far as a Winston Cup car on this racetrack, and what he's making it do here tonight is even more impressive. Here he comes off turn number four, back to the line. He is ahead of Jeff Gordon now by about eight-tenths of a second as they work their way off to turns one and two. Field beginning to sort out a little bit at the front of the field as they work their way to Joe Moore over in turn three. Third place, Mark Martin now trapped behind the lap car of Jeremy Mayfield from the back of fourth place car, Jeffrey Bodine. He's finally caught by Jerry Navy with Wally Gollum back. Now fifth place, side by side off turn four. Jeff Burton digs down underneath Mike Skinner for that spot. Behind them, Bobby Labonte has taken eighth spot away from Dale Jarrett. Let's move back up now to where Jeff Burton looks for some running room under Skinner, but there's traffic in the way. Skinner climbs to the high side of the racetrack off turn two. Wally Dallenbach has the inside lane covered. So Jeff Burton has to fall in line behind him and work their way down the back straightaway. Kind of hard to, to uh, spit out the name Jeff Burton when you look at that race car, Alan, because it has changed as far as this color scheme on it. It's just a little bit off from what it used to be. And I, I want to say for a second, well, is that him? Yeah. It's taking a while to get used to. They've got because, ooh, a car sliding up the banking in one. That is Dale Earnhardt Jr. Might have got a little nudge in traffic, but he gathers it back in without him anything and continues on the way back to Jeff Burton because of the night race here and uh, maybe perhaps because it's their sponsors race as well the front end on the car the hood and the front quarter panels painted a very neon purple here tonight uh, Joe you don't have any trouble picking it out from a distance on the racetrack that's for sure yeah sure you can see it uh, it glows from all over the racetrack and he's on the move once again sweeping to the inside of the track in turn three and again he's going after Mike Skinner Got a good running race car, works his way to the bottom of the speedway. He's been able to run the high groove. He's been able to run the low groove. But this time, he gets underneath Mike Skinner out of turn number four and works his way a little bit closer to the front of the field, puts him up in fifth position. Tony Stewart still leads the pack over in turn three. Got about a seven-car race lead on Jeff Gordon. Mark Martin wants to be a player in this. And finally now, he's going after the lap car of Jeremy Mayfield. Mark dives down underneath Mayfield off the corner and will clear him as they go down to turn one. Farther back, Rusty Wallace uh, feeling some heat from Bobby Labonte, who is trying to take the seventh spot away from him. 123 laps in the books in the Exide NASCAR Select 400. Tony Stewart has been the dominator so far this evening. Leader Tony Stewart crosses the start-finish line of the Richmond International Raceway, completing the 130th of 400 laps in tonight's Exide NASCAR Select 400. Motor Racing Network with live coverage for you of the 25th event of the NASCAR Winston Cup Series season. It's been all Tony Stewart so far. All but five of these first 130 laps, the Home Depot Pontiac has led. You're I, wincing over there. What yeah, are you I looking thought, at? I thought Dale Earnhardt was a goner there for a second. They got three wide here at the start-finish line. Looked like he might have made a little contact, and the car was headed down toward the infield out there, and then all of a sudden he straightened it up. But a, a scary one for Earnhardt there for just a second. Uh, up front, Stewart leading Jeff Gordon by about 15 car lengths, about 10 more car lengths. Back to Mark Martin, who is third. Then a pretty decent gap back to Jeffrey Bodine, who is fourth. The race is for fifth now. Bobby Labonte was running eighth a couple of laps ago, past Rusty Wallace for seventh. Seventh, past Mike Skinner for sixth, and he's trying to pass 
Jeff Burton for fifth. In fact, he'll complete that move before they even get back to turn number one. Bobby pulls up in front of Jeff Burton as he comes to the corner. Now Mike Skinner tightens up on Jeff Burton from the rear. He looks for an opportunity to make a pass, but not quite close enough to strike here at the end of the back straightaway. So they settle back in single file off turn number four and back into the straightaway. Jeff Burton's got a strong race car, but it seems like the car's kicking up a little bit in the corners and giving guys a chance to get alongside and race him into the turn and beat him in there. And he's lost a couple of positions by uh, not being able to keep that car up in the groove and kind of make blocks, I guess is the best way to put it on some of the guys that are getting around him. 133, that's 133 laps are complete. They still chase Tony Stewart. It's kind of scary to see somebody get a race car dialed in as good as he has. We see it all the time at a given track. This car will be good, that car will be good, or whatever. But when you get one as good as Stewart is, I guess even the driver worries about it. Is, is this thing going to last like this all night long? Tony said when we talked to him during the pre-race portion of our broadcast tonight, he said the trick is uh, keeping it good all night, making the right adjustments uh, was the word that he and, and a couple of other drivers used in our pre-race segment because the conditions and what the car needs to run maximum speed on the racetrack will change over the course of the evening. Being right now at lap 135, what it takes will be a little bit different than what you need to be right at lap 335 when you're set up for the final sprint to the checkered flag. So that a lot of that rests in the communication and the feedback that Tony has to give back to Greg Zipidelli, his crew chief, and the rest of the team and what they do to the car on pit road after getting that feedback, you know, making the right decisions to have that car still be perfect all evening long. Well, it's perfect right now, and whether it'll stay that way or not, if it does, he's going to be a hard cat to catch, that's for sure. Here comes Tony off turn number four, back into the straightaway, about to run down the tail end of the field one more time. Jeff Gordon was a whole lot closer, maybe 15 or 20 laps ago, than he is right now, Joe Moore, and he's losing ground instead of gaining. Yeah, he's losing ground for the time being, but as you mentioned, as Tony Stewart catches the tail end of the field, it's going to be a good opportunity for Jeff Gordon and third place Mark Martin to begin to close in on him once again. A little bit of ground before Stewart does catch after the tail end of the field, so let's give you one of our mid-race updates here at this point. We are working at lap number 138, and Stewart has led all but five of those laps. Mike Skinner and he traded the lead three times in the first four laps of the race before Stewart went out in front, except for giving his teammate Bobby Levani a chance to get a couple of bonus points for leading the lap. It has been all Tony Stewart so far. Two caution flags. Lap 55, Terry Levani cut down a right front tire, bounced off the wall in turn number one. He is retired from the evening uh, and the only driver out of the race so far. Lap 102, Darrell Waltrip and Kyle Petty got together up in turn two, neither one crashing, but the caution being thrown at that point. The uh, second yellow of the evening. Robert Presley spent time in the garage earlier tonight with uh, an axle problem. He is back on the speedway. Rick Mast is in the garage. He had a flat right front tire as well. His car uh, still being worked on, hoping to get that machine back into the race a little bit later in the evening. And also Jeremy Mayfield had a flat right front tire back at lap 42. No caution there, but Mayfield has fallen three laps behind as a result of that problem. Just like the chase has been on most of the evening, still trying to run down Tony Stewart. Jeff Gordon isn't losing all that much ground to him again, but he isn't gaining anything either. And now Tony has caught the tail end of the field one more time over in turn three. First car he's going to have to deal with is Darrell Walter riding right on the tail end of the field, and Tony Stewart goes to work on him now as he exits turn four. Back behind the leaders, Bobby Labonte has chased down fourth place Jeffrey Bodine off of turn four, ducks to the inside to try and put a move on and take that spot away. So after having some trouble on a pit stop and losing some ground, earlier. Labonte trying to rally his way back to the front under green. Racing for the fourth position now as they come off turn number two. Bobby Labonte sweeps to the inside of Jeffrey Bodine. Dead even halfway down the back straightaway and they stay that way going into turn number three. 
Bobby Labonte would be looking for his first win here at Richmond, or on a short track for that matter, as he finally gets around. Jeffrey Bodine inches his way a little closer to the front of the field. Let's pick up the leader in heavy traffic in the back stretch. Tony Stewart halfway down the back straightaway. He has gone by Darrell Walker. Now he pulls up on the rear of Ricky Rudd in the tied forward. Up off of the corner. Rudd, remember, feeling under the weather. Uh, yesterday had Dick Trickle practicing and qualifying his car. Elton Sawyer also helping out a little bit there in the early morning practice. Ricky hoping to be able to be strong enough to go the distance tonight. He swings to the high side of the banking. Gives plenty of room for race leader Tony Stewart to flash by. So Stewart clears himself of that car and now pulls up on the rear deck of Ken Schrader. Stewart in very heavy traffic. They're three wide just in front this time. He needs to kind of take it easy a little bit as they work their way off into the corner. I'm sure he looks straight ahead and takes the high groove around. Now they break it up just a little bit. The leader might lose some ground to Jeff Gordon. He'll be able to chase him down because he's being held up for the moment in traffic in turn three. That'll be kind of cautious at this stage because they were running three wide and they're still going at it. David Green, Ken Schrader, Mike Wallace, and Ron Hornaday just in front of the race leader. Now that pack is broken up a little bit. Stewart drops down to the inside lane beginning to try and pick his way through those cars one at a time. 147 laps in the books in the Exide NASCAR Select 400 in Richmond. Michael Waltrip in some trouble on the racetrack. Big plume of smoke out from behind his machine when he came up off of turn number four. He has slowed and is heading to pit road. Michael in 22nd position on the lead lap at the time. Not been a good couple of weeks for Michael. He has not finished the last two straight races after running into problems. The crash that wasn't his making at Darlington a week ago. Michael kind of starting to hunt around for that four-leaf clover and see if he can find it. Yeah, you got to find a rabbit's foot or something. And they started the season off so good at Daytona. Everybody thought they were really going to get it done. Here he is in the pits. I believe he's going to take the car to the garage and we'll get an update there as to what the problem is in just a moment. But Michael is taking the car into the garage area. Whether they'll be through for the evening or not, we'll find out here in a minute. Tony Stewart continues to set the pace here at Richmond. Jeff Gordon rides in the number two spot. Mark Martin still hangs in there in third. Bobby Labonte is fourth. He's got a good race car. Jeffrey Bodine, well, you can't say enough about him. Man, they have done their work here tonight. As they work their way off into turn number one, the leader's about to exit into the backstretch. Here comes Tony Stewart now working his way off turn two down the back straightaway. Jeff Gordon is boxed in behind some heavy traffic. Stewart's gone by all that traffic, but Gordon's having a heck of a time. He swings to the outside of Ward Burton, still with two cars sitting directly in front of him. Farther back, a change for the sixth position. Mike Skinner up and around Jeff Burton for that spot to put the pole sitter for tonight. Skinner up a position, and Jeff Burton, who... Uh, has uh, had a pretty good bit of success here in 1999 in the NASCAR Winston Cup Series, including a million-dollar win at Darlington a week ago. Back one more spot. May lose another one as Rusty Wallace goes after him. Rusty Wallace tries to make the pass here on the back straightaway, swinging to the inside of the track. They'll use the car of Darrell Waltrip as a pick. That'll keep Jeff Burton planted firmly behind him for now. So he will be able to maintain his position on the racetrack, just kind of looking to see who the leader was about to lap. I think he just put Bill Elliott a lap down, and he would be the 24th place car. To give you an idea, he has almost lapped about half the field right now. He's getting it done. Let's go to pit road. And Michael Walter just found his way to the garage. And Michael, what happened? It seems as if maybe we've got a rear end problem underneath the Jim Matei Phillips Electronics Plaza Furniture Chevy. I can't say enough for the guys. Great pit stop, great car. This is this is a good car. We were moving up on the long runs. I, I'm happy right now because I didn't want to get past a whole bunch tonight, and, and we were doing the passing, and uh, this is just a building block of a new team. It was our goal to be better when we got here than we were in the spring, and we accomplished that. So uh, I feel pretty good 
and they had just gotten the car to Michael's liking as they are working feverishly to get this Phillips car back out again. A rear end gear, they should be able to get him back out here in just a little bit. Michael did have a pretty good run going. He was passing a lot of cars and having a good evening, but not the case right now. At 163 laps, they are still chasing Tony Stewart as the leader. He has an advantage of about one and eight tenths second over Jeff Gordon. Mark Martin is third. Bobby Labonte is fourth. Jeffrey Bodine is fifth. Mike Skinner is sixth. Rusty Wallace is seventh. Dale Jarrett's eighth. Bobby Hamilton is ninth. And Jeff Burton make up the top ten. Burton fading a little bit here in this segment of the race. The rest of the lead lap cars. Kenny Irwin is 11th. Steve Park 12th. Chad Little is up to 13th after starting 32nd. 14th right now is Ted Musgrave and Sterling Marlin is 15th. John Andretti is 16th. Jimmy Spencer 17th. Kenny Wallace 18th. Dale Earnhardt Jr. 19th. Dale Earnhardt 20th. And 21st place Kyle Petty is the last car on the lead lap. Side by side for 6th and 7th spots into turn 1. Rusty Wallace on the move. He'll pick up a position there. Rusty Wallace swings around on the outside. Gets by Mike Skinner. Gains a position as they race down the back straightaway. Dale Jarrett now goes to work on the lap car of Jeremy Mayfield. He's trying to close in on Mike Skinner. Dale Jarrett trying to get as many points as he can here this evening. He has seen his lead slide a little bit in the last couple of races from Bristol down to Darlington. Tonight he wants to get back in form. The kind of finishes they've had all season long. Top fives, top threes, and wins as he works his way out of turn number two. Watching Stewart cross the line and head back off into turn number one. We're standing here thinking a moment ago, you always see some faces down in the pits and at different Winston Cup stock car races that you sometimes don't expect to see. A lot of high-priced help down there in a couple of those pits tonight, so to speak. A lot of big, big help down in the pits, particularly the Petty Enterprises team's pit tonight. Oh, trouble in turn one. Chad Little hard into the outside wall. Sparks trailing from behind the machine as he went up into the corner. Perhaps the right front tire again for this one. Chad Little brings out the caution flag for the third time in the event with a hard shot into the wall in turn number one. Joe Moore, did you have a look at that? Yeah, the car just kind of, as uh, Alan said, shot up to the outside retaining wall. He scrubbed along the wall from the entrance of turn one all the way to the exit of turn two where the car now sits. Chad has dropped the window down and is now climbing from the car. Caution on the speedway as the third one of the evening at lap 168. The yellow flag is waving when Chad Little smacked the wall in turn number one. He rode that wall for maybe two or three hundred feet. We're about ready to go back to green flag racing. They'll be chasing Jeff Gordon this time. Mark Martin lines up right behind him, followed by Tony Stewart, who gave up the lead and falls back to third after that round of pit stops. Bobby Labonte is fourth on the restart. Jeffrey Bodine is fifth. Uh, I believe Joe Nemechek is going to be the first car a lap down, down to the inside of the leader, and he's going to try and race Gordon to turn number one, but Gordon is gone. I mean, he gets gone real quick down to turn number one. Gets out front, single file, all by himself, out of turn two. Mark Martin, the second-place man, now going to work on Joe Nemechek to clear him here on the back straightaway. Behind him in third, Tony Stewart, right up on the rear deck of Mark Martin. Here comes Bobby Labonte and Jeffrey Bodine. First time Stewart's been behind just about all evening long as he pressures Mark Martin to try and get up and around him. Let us go into the garage to Marty Snyder. And Chad Little was making great progress out on the racetrack. And then what happened, Chad? Uh, we blew a right front tire going into turn one, and the Don Deere car hit a wall. I guess that's all he could say. You know, it's just unfortunate because we really, really were running good. Uh, we come up to 13th from 32nd, and... Uh, you know, really moving forward. And the bad part is the car didn't even have a bad push in it. And the tire still blows. You know, that's a problem. And Chad Little had a good night go bad. He is done for the evening. 
Tony Stewart wasted no time in getting out of all that pack of traffic he was in. He's gone from third to second right now, about four car lengths behind the leader in turn three. If there was ever any question about how strong, how good that car is, we found out a few moments ago, Barney, he's trying to get by Mark Martin. Mark was working on the lap car of Joe Nemechek. He went by both of them, and now it's starting to close in on Jeff Gordon. Now Bobby Labonte trying to find his way around Mark Martin and see if he can get up there and take third spot away in turn two. Bobby peeks to the outside of the racetrack coming up off turn number two to see if he can put his car up alongside Mark Martin there. Mark takes him all the way up to the outside retaining wall. He'll sneak to the inside and look down low this time off four. Bobby Labonte finds a little running room out of the corner, shoves a fender underneath Mark Martin. He's going to race him door to door into turn number one. That's the way they go. To the bottom of the racetrack is Labonte. To the high side is Mark Martin. That one isn't over yet. They're in the back stretch. Dueling for the third spot here. Side by side on the back straightaway. Bobby Labonte. Got a nose out in front of Mark Martin coming into turn number three. Dead even is the way they race off four. Door to door. Labonte inside. Martin outside. Bobby squeezes about half of his car out in front of Mark at the start finish line. But Mark draws even with him again as they go back to one. Side by side coming back at the turn. Now the traffic behind them starting to close in somewhat. Jeffrey Bodine sitting right there behind him as Bobby finally completes the pass halfway down the back straightaway and grabs third. Bobby serves notice he's got a strong race car. Jeff Gordon's very strong right now. Tony Stewart got out of that pack of traffic, put himself back up into second place, but the interval between himself and the leader, Jeff Gordon, but it shortens maybe a car length this time around as they work off two. Tony closes in somewhat. Bobby Labonte now starts to reel in Tony Stewart a bit. The race is side by side for fourth. Mark Martin's got Jeffrey Bodine underneath it. Bodine ducking down to the bottom side of the racetrack, continuing the terrific run he has had throughout the first half of this event. Coming up to lap 215 laps from now at the cross flags, the leader collects the $10,000 Gatorade frontrunner reward from Gatorade, the official sports drink of NASCAR. And guys, we had told you that Ricky Rudd was feeling better out on the racetrack, but he just radioed to his crew chief, Patrick Swain, that he doesn't feel that good right now. They had Stanton there standing by. Originally, the plan was for Ricky to go all the way, and if he couldn't go all the way, they were just going to park the car because they wanted to take this car to Loudon. But Ricky said he's got a great race car, so they had Stanton Barrett here just in case, and Stanton Barrett is going to get him to Ricky Rudd's car on the next stop. He is talking with Dick Trickle right now to know about how the car is doing. Change for the lead down in turn one. Tony Stewart chased down Jeff Gordon, finally found the lane opening up and flashed on by. Stewart goes out in front of Jeff Gordon coming in turn three. Almost looked like he found a passing gear in that car as quickly as he ran Jeff Gordon down, caught him coming off turn number four, simply drove underneath him and now he's pulled away by a car length. He's not shaking Jeff all that much however. All of a sudden here's Bobby Labonte. He is three car lengths from getting up there and being the third car in this equation. Bobby coming to life here at this stage of the race, beginning to close in somewhat on Jeff Gordon. Gordon still made Maintaining his spot there, about three car lengths off the rear deck of Tony Stewart. Bobby Labonte closing quickly on him. Mark Martin kind of uh, fading a little bit back for the front three. Maybe 10, 12 car lengths behind in fourth. Now Rusty Wallace in fifth position trying to close in on Mark. Jeffrey Bodine all of a sudden has dropped back to the sixth position, and he's feeling pressure from Dale Jarrett. Dale Jarrett swings to the outside of the racetrack trying to make the move. Jeff Burton is there as well. A three-way battle as they work their way back to turn number three. Dale Jarrett and Jeff Burton trying to get by Jeffrey Bodine. Dale Jarrett's car has been pretty good all night, but he is not putting it any kind of precarious position. He needs to come out of here with a top 10 finish. Right now, he's a sandwich as they come off turn number two, mixed in between a couple of cars, putting the heat on. 
DJ trying to get the sixth position from Jeffrey Bodine, while Jeff Burton is trying to get the seventh spot from him. Here's Dale diving to the inside of Jeffrey off four. Tony Stewart leads tonight's NASCAR Winston Cup Series race at the Richmond International Raceway in Virginia. He is about to come across the start-finish line and complete the 199th lap. Next time back around, we'll be halfway through the event. Let's follow the leader as he tries to collect the $10,000 Gatorade money tonight. Stewart picks up even more ground on Jeff Gordon as he brings him back up off turn number two. It was five car lengths. Last time they passed me here in turn three. Stretches out to nearly seven this time as they enter the corner. Tony coming off turn number four. We'll see the cross flags and indicating we are halfway home in the event here tonight at Richmond as he has just picked up $10,000 from Gatorade, as Alan told you, with the Gatorade Front Runner Award leading at the halfway point. One thing I've noticed about Tony's car, it, ha it does not fall off. It hasn't all night. We're halfway in this race, and every time... He's running it. Nobody's been able to chase him down. That car seems as good after it runs 50 laps as it does when it runs the first two or three on brand-new tires. Very steady all night long for Stewart, who has about three car lengths on Jeff Gordon. He hasn't been able to get away from Gordon much after he passed him. This time, though, Joe Gordon kind of hanging right with him in these last several laps. Yeah, I told you before, he's about five car lengths to seven car lengths. That'll shrink or grow a little bit as laps go on, but he's not able to pull away. Gordon tightens up again as they enter turn three. Just about two car lengths between first and second, about three or four back to the third-place car, Bobby Labonte, but it's a long gap back to Rusty Wallace, the fourth-place machine. Rusty's almost still probably 25, 30 car lengths behind them. He's going to have company here very shortly. Mark Martin closes in on him off turn two. Mark Martin within a couple of car lengths of Rusty Wallace. A little bit better battle, a little bit further back as Dale Jarrett's trying to hold off Bobby Hamilton. Hamilton coming live for this stage of the race. They've both just gone by Jeffrey Bodine a few laps ago. Hamilton looking to make the move off four. Tries to dive up underneath Jarrett and gets the fender up to the inside as they come across the start-finish line. Now tries to draw even with him as they dive downhill into turn one. Side-by-side side, racing into the corner. Again, Bobby Hamilton trying to complete the pass of Dale Jarrett. He'll pull even with him halfway down the back straightaway. Jarrett strong on the outside lane. He's got to keep a close eye on Hamilton, though. He's strong down low. Tell you what, Bobby's really picked up the pace in that car. The whole team has turned around, and they have run strong the last two or three races, and right now they're going at it here at Richmond trying to get around Dale Jarrett right now as they work their way off into the corner. That will be for seventh place. It's still a good one out of turn two. Dale Jarrett hangs on to this position this time as he comes up off the corner and Bobby Hamilton finally is forced to fall back in line behind him. Up off of turn number four, the leader completes lap number 205 in the race. Let's Alan, there appears to be a problem for Jeffrey Bodine. He came by us just then, a puff of smoke out of the rear of his Chevrolet, and he is well off the pace. Well, it's going to be a heartbreaker for Jeffrey Bodine, one of his best runs of the year going at Richmond tonight, certainly with the possibility of a good, top, solid top five finish, and off the pace right now, not good news for Jeffrey Bodine after the kind of run he has had all night long. Here he is out of turn number four, into the front straightaway, and indeed he is way off the pace, still working his way around the racetrack to have no indication yet. Don't see any smoke out of the car. But he's still, uh, he's still out there running. Whoa, oh, now trouble off turn four. Ward Burton spins just where the leaders come through. Stewart takes to the apron. Jeff Gordon and Bobby Labonte all the way to the outside wall as Burton's car sits passenger side door facing back toward traffic right past the start-finish line. Caution on the speedway. It comes out at lap 211. Again, a scary moment for the leaders and everybody else that was running that close to him not to make some contact with Ward Burton. He sits facing traffic on all the way down to the yellow line at the inside of the racetrack. Caution is on the speedway as everybody comes out of the throttle. Jeff Gordon will lead on the restart with Mark Martin second, Bobby Labonte third, the dominant driver of the night, Tony Stewart, now back in fourth with Jeff Burton fifth and the rest of the top ten off pit road. 
Uh, Rusty Wallace, Dale Jarrett, Bobby Hamilton, Steve Park, and Sterling Marlin. Tony lost a little bit on that pit work, puts him back in fourth place, but let's see if he'll be able to get back up there as the green goes back in the air, and Jeff Gordon takes off for turn number one. First car a lap down to the inside again will be Jeremy Mayfield. He's going to try to get one of those laps back. He works on Jeff Gordon while Mark Martin works on him. Martin trying to clear himself of the lap car. Here's Mayfield, though, pulling down even with Jeff Gordon off turn four. Mayfield three laps down, trying to get one of them back as they come up off the corner. He is underneath Gordon at the start-finish line, but Jeff kind of hanging tough on the outside, and he better not check up for long. Mark Martin's right behind him. Mayfield pretty strong, working the inside line this time. Best shot he's had at getting back one of those laps. He races dead even with Gordon to the end of the back straightaway, while Mark Martin sets two car lengths behind him. And it's a shame that Jeremy had the problem in the early going that put him three laps behind, as good as that race car is. He's been able to stay up there with the lead pack and still races door-to-door with Gordon. That's just trying to get one of his laps back. It is not for the lead. Here they come up off turn number two, now onto the back straightaway with Jeremy Mayfield, again racing alongside Jeff Gordon. They've both pulled away from second place Mark Martin by about three car lengths, bottom of body all over Martin's rear deck. Here's David Green coming off pit road after a green flag stop while the leaders come by him. Jeff Gordon still with the lap car of Jeremy Mayfield up to his inside, back to two. Gordon seems to pull a little bit out in front of Mayfield coming into turn number one. By the time they get to turn number two, though, Mayfield again pulls even. Now Gordon very strong this time and again in the back straightaway. He'll finally get by Mayfield's Gordon. And as hard as they are racing at the front of the field, it has allowed Jeff Gordon to pull away from Mark Martin, who has now scooted up into the number two position. He's got plenty of company, though, for that second spot right now. Bobby Labonte been breathing down his neck the last four or five laps around. Martin's able to get by the lap car of Bill Elliott this time. Now Bobby Labonte pulls to the outside of the racetrack, trying to clear Bill Elliott with the six-star in line, Cody Stewart right behind him. Up off of turn number four. This time, Jeff Gordon, the leader, is completely clear of Jeremy Mayfield, the lap car. Bobby Labonte, the fourth place driver, excuse me, third place, is clear of lap traffic as well to try and go after Mark Martin. Tony Stewart trying to go after him. Teammates doing battle here on the back straightaway. Stewart pulls right up on the rear deck of Bobby Labonte. They've cleared the Bill Elliott car. And now here's Jeff Burton trying to get in the mix as well. Jeff Burton has nowhere to go. He'll tuck back in single file behind Bill Elliott. Tony Stewart not making any moves for the moment. Don't know if he's just content to ride there and let the field sort out a little bit and see what happens before he makes his move. He did that before when he swept back into the lead. They head for three. Up front, here's Jeremy Mayfield flashing back around Jeff Gordon. So once again, he gains one of those laps back. End of two down now for Jeremy Mayfield. Could use a caution here while he's still in front of Gordon to completely get that lap back. Behind Gordon are Mark Martin, Bobby Labonte, Tony Stewart, and now Jeff Burton. The top five all clear of lap traffic. Sixth place, Rusty Wallace now trapped behind the lap car of Bill Elliott. Further back in the seventh position. He's got the machine of Dale Jarrett. He's working heavy traffic. Back at eighth now, Bobby Hamilton, ninth Steve Park, and Dale Earnhardt now in the top ten. And they all run single file this time back in the front straightaway. We talked about Dale Earnhardt Jr. He is back in 17th position. Let's check in with Winston Kelly. What's going on in that team? They're having a brake problem, Barney. They're losing the brakes on the right front of the car, so that's why he had the extra pit stop king back down pit road. They've lost a number of spots after having a good run tonight. And on Jeffrey Bodine, They've lost a cylinder, and as Jim Long put it, the engine is slowly dying on Jeff Bodine's car. Yeah, tough luck there. He was up at the top five most of the night for Jeffrey Bodine, but he is the last car on the lead lap now in 20th. Dale Earnhardt Jr. in 16th position, also on the lead lap. Let's go into the garage. Well, Ricky Rudd walking out of his hauler, and first of all, are you okay? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty good. I, I got to the car was driving me, and I figured it's time to come in. Now, you said you were going to park it if you couldn't finish the race. Why'd you put someone in? 
Well, I don't know. These guys work too hard to see this thing go on the truck. So, you know, we're not, uh, we don't really need to run for the points. But they, like I said, they put so much hard work into it. They, just see, they deserve to see it run. And as we said, they had Stanton Barrett standing by. But at the last minute, they found Dick Trickle, and that's the man they wanted. He's now on the tied forward. So Ricky Rudd having a good race car here, currently showing back in 30th position with Dick Trickle aboard as the driver. Had some shuffling in the top five, Barney, from second spot on back off turn two a minute ago. Tony Stewart made the move. He was working on Mark Martin for a while. He got by him, opened the lane for Jeff Burton. Burton made the move as well. Now he's up on the rear deck of Stewart. And we could have a battle for the lead here very shortly. Bobby Labonte looked like that time out of turn number four. He was going to try and dive underneath the leader, Jeff Gordon, and thought better of it. Let's see what he does off turn two. Right there with Gordon this time as he exits the corner, but they are closing in on the car. Jeremy Mayfield again just in front of Jeff Gordon. Tony Stewart's in third, about two car lengths back. Here's Jeff Burton on the attack using the inside lane. Trying to get third away from Tony Stewart off turn four. Can't hook it up. Falls back in line, single file behind him, while Bobby Labonte is right on Jeff Gordon's bumper, starting to put some pressure on for the lead. Bobby sizing up Jeff Gordon for a chance at a pass. Meanwhile, Jeff Burton does complete the pass of Tony Stewart, so move Jeff Burton now up to the third position. Jeff's had a good, solid race car all night long. Hasn't really overextended it. Let's watch this one off turn number four. Bobby Labonte gets a run this time. Fender inside the leader as he works his way down into turn number one. Gets the full body of the car up there, door to door, and a car directly ahead holding up right now. Might be the pitch for him to get the lead. Chevy and Pontiac going at it side by side as they come to the rear of the straight away. Bobby Labonte comes out of it momentarily, but again pulls up alongside Gordon off turn four. Side by side for the race lead to the start-finish line. Gordon with a nose out in front. Labonte tries to pull even with him in the corner. The lap car of Jeremy Mayfield just in front of the side by side race. Here's Bobby Labonte again on the attack, trying to sneak down to the inside to make the pass, but Jeff Gordon, a little bit stronger in the outside lane, seems to be the fast way to get around here, and once again, he's going to hold off the advances of Bobby Labonte. And the car that's directly ahead of the leader is Jeremy Mayfield, who got one of his laps back, and Jeremy's driving the wheels off that thing to stay out there. Hope the caution comes out, and he'll be able to maybe get in a position to pick up another lap, should they go back uh, under caution. He's up there at the front of the field with a shot to get around the leader one more time. Bobby Labonte again has thoughts of taking the lead away in three. Meanwhile, for the third position, here's Tony Stewart trying to go after Burton as Bobby Labonte pulls down to the inside once again the challenge. Door to door, start finish line. Labonte inside, Gordon outside as Stewart does pass Jeff Burton for third. This time in one, Labonte pokes the nose out in front. And again, they're closing in on the lap car of Jeremy Mayfield. He's sitting just in front of Jeff Burton. Bobby Labonte hopes he'll stay there for a while. But Jeremy Mayfield is fast. He pulls out in front by a car length over this side-by-side battle for the lead. Jeremy's staying up sort of in that outside groove. Bobby Labonte's car very strong at the bottom of the racetrack, so it would be an advantage if he can stay up there where he is, maybe to pin Jeff Gordon in behind. But nobody has a lead for the moment. It's almost a dead heat off the corner between Bobby Labonte and Jeff Gordon. Back in three. Racing hard for the top spot coming back into the corner. Finally, Bobby Labonte pulls up right behind Jeff Gordon off turn four. That race for the lead got pinned up behind Jeremy Mayfield. It has changed hands. Labonte has gone by into the top spot. Bobby, Tony Stewart's gone to second, and we've got trouble up in turn two, and the caution flag is out. Ron Hornaday collided with Brent Bodine up there. Hornaday went to the top side of the racetrack, glanced off the wall. Both cars able to continue. And the caution waving for the fifth time in the event tonight here at lap 240. The top five is completely shuffled around, but Bobby Labonte finally pinned Jeff Gordon in behind the Jeremy Mayfield car. It's now Labonte, Tony Stewart, Jeff Gordon, Jeff Burton, and Mark Martin, your top five. The leaders are all on pit road for service. Let's go to Jim Phillips. Tony Stewart was in, Rusty Wallace in, Kenny Wallace, Bobby Labonte. Also in was Jeff Burton. 
also that Dale Jarrett was in for tires. Winston Kelly had Jeff Gordon in, and he was fast off that jack. And he was the first down and away the midsection of Pitt Road one more time. Mark Martin falling in line behind him. Gordon's car just a little bit tight that time, so they wanted to free it back up a little bit as Gordon comes out with the lead. Martin is second. Behind Mark Martin was the car of Sterling Marlin and Bobby Hamilton following him out. Ted Musgrave, John Andretti, Kyle Petty. They're still working on the car of Dale Earnhardt Jr. Now, Bill Elliott and more come down Pit Road, down to Marty Snyder. Well, the car's one lap down or more and pitting here on the back of the Dale Earnhardt made a great progress on that last run. Went out 19, 18th, rather, and got up to 9th in that last segment. Very happy with the race car right now for Dale Earnhardt. Also, Elliott Sadler and Jerry Nadeau in right now, among others, here on the back end of Pit Road. And again, Jeff Gordon's crew does the job on Pit Road. He comes back out first, followed by Mark Martin and Bobby Labonte. Fourth off Pit, pit Road would be Jeff Burton, Tony Stewart. He comes out fifth, Steve Park sixth. Oh, Steve's having a good run tonight. He's Solid night. there pretty good. The Pit crew's doing a good job for him on Pit Road. Surfaces is in sixth position. Rusty Wallace still up in that top ten. He is seventh. Dale Jarrett is eighth. Jeffrey Bodine is ninth. And Dale Earnhardt make up the top ten. How valuable is a pit crew? Well, how many laps did Bobby Labonte work Jeff Gordon to try and get the lead away from him? What, ten laps side by side to get the lead and work and work and work and work? And now in one stop on pit road, all of that is negated because Gordon's crew got him out first. Mark Martin's crew got him out second. Now Bobby is back to third, and he has to try and get by both of those cars one more time. So uh, Gordon's crew, tip of the cap to them. The Rainbow Warriors doing their thing all night long tonight. They have gotten him off pit road first in what? Uh, we've had one, two, three, four, five sets of pit stops for the leaders, and Gordon's crew has gotten him out first when he didn't go in first the last three times. Good work on pit road for them. They, they don't miss a beat. Not too many times do they make any mistakes. All the pit crews are good. But uh, these guys just seem to do it week after week. Back to the pits. Let's uh, talk to Greg Zipidelli just a second here. And uh, he's talking, uh, look around his driver. Greg, you've been there all night? You've been there all night long. Yeah, we got a good car. We just, uh, last two pits out, haven't been as good as they needed to be. Uh, they've been all right. Everybody else has been on fire. We'll be all right. We'll just uh, stay patient get to the end here. Tony Stewart, his driver's been patient, and uh, he's led a lot of laps tonight, uh, the young rookie, and they're looking fine down here in the pits also. Jeffrey Bo- Go ahead. Jeffrey Bodine, uh, despite the fact of having a few problems, they're back on pit road, made a couple of extra stops uh, to uh, get under the hood and kind of check that car over. Still staying up there. We'd just love to see him have a good finish after having as good a run as he's had in the early going. Going to lose a lap here, though, with the hood up on that car. The pit road is the green flag waves, and the leaders come off turn four back up to full speed. This time it's Joe Nemechek out of the inside of Jeff Gordon trying to get a lap back as Gordon leads Mark Martin and Bobby Labonte back to one. Gordon gets a nose out in front of Nemechek between turns one and two, but Nemechek pulls back alongside once they hit this back straightaway. Mark Martin rides along in the second spot. Bobby Labonte in third, and there's a bit of damage on the left rear of Bobby Labonte's car. Hey, what? Some of the hardest racing we've seen all night is some of the lap cars trying to get a lap back or more on the leader. And Joe Nemechek's going at it again with Jeff Gordon as they get out of turn number two, determined to get up there and get ahead of the leader if he can. Gordon's going to be able to get away from him this time. Finally, as he hit the back straightaway, now Mark Martin, the second place man, pulls up alongside Joe Nemechek. Nemechek running in 20th position, the first car one lap down as he is unsuccessful in getting back onto the tail end of the lead lap. Jeff Gordon and Mark Martin now clear him and run nose to tail for the lead in one. Bobby Labonte, the next guy who tries to get by the traffic, he goes to the high side of the racetrack to clear Joe Nemechek's machine, and they're stacked up behind him. Jeff Burton in the Tony Stewart car, working the outside lane. 
Scrambled again out of turn number four this time. Mark Martin dives down inside the leader, trying to take it away from Jeff Gordon. He's got the position. Has he got the horsepower and a good enough handle on the car to get away from him? They are still side by side off turn two. Martin's got it stuck down on the low side of the racetrack, even with Gordon as they come up off the corner, nearly making contact about halfway down this back straightaway. But Gordon is a little stronger going into turn three. Five-car flying formation for the lead. Mark Martin gets a really good run up off turn four. Just quite doesn't beat Jeff Gordon to the start-finish line, though. Martin still not yet has led a lap and collected those bonus points tonight. They are side-by-side coming up off turn number two. Jeff Gordon with the outside lane covered. Mark Martin with the inside. Gordon beats him to the end of the back straightaway. Jeff Gordon, a lot of acceleration in that Chevrolet down the backstretch. Pull Martin into the corner, but as they come off turn number four, Mark, that's where he gets his strong run. Again, he's inside the leader down in turn number one, but that's about all he can do as they go off turn two. Jeff Gordon gets a little bit better run this time into turn number two, pulls out in front of Mark Martin, but Martin's still down on the inside lane trying to draw even. He's going to draw even with Bobby Labonte for the second spot, maybe for third because Bobby Labonte gets flying too. And Jeff Burton runs up to the top side of Mark Martin off of turn number four to try and take third position away. Tony Stewart right behind. Burton clears Martin. Here goes Stewart to the outside. Martin just lets them all get by, so the front four machines get by. Martin falls back in line in fifth. A problem for Dale Jarrett. He gets shuffled out of the pack, back in the back. He is slow in the back straight away. Now finally bringing it back up to speed here in turn three. Did a good job of keeping that car from really bouncing off the wall. Lost a lot of ground, but he's got the race car in one piece and plenty of time to make it up as Dick Trickle in Ricky Rudd's car gets tagged coming off the corner, and we almost had a jam up there coming off the turn up in turn four. Back to the front of the field in turn three. Battle for the lead momentarily. Bobby Labonte dropped down to the inside lane. Now slides high. Here's Tony Stewart on the move. Stewart trying to get up underneath Jeff Burton and take the third spot away from him. Four cars now in formation, racing for the top spot. Jeff Gordon leading Labonte, Stewart, and Burton. Labonte and Gordon up on the high side of the racetrack. Tony Stewart all by himself down low right now, racing alongside teammate Bobby Labonte for the second position with Jeff Gordon going away. Dale Jarrett fell all the way back to 14th position. Here comes that four-car group off turn number four, led by Jeff Gordon. Hot scramble for the second place right now. Tony Stewart working on Bobby Labonte. They almost made a little contact getting into the corner. Stewart's going after the lead off turn two. Stewart goes by Labonte, pulls right up alongside Jeff Gordon, but Gordon again gets a very good run off turn number two, holds him at bay going into turn three. Tony Stewart on the move, trying to run from fourth up to the lead in the space of just a couple of laps. He's got the fender to the inside of Jeff Gordon across the start-finish line. He draws even with him in turn one, tries to run him up the racetrack a little bit in two. Side by side off turn number two. Stewart is there trying to get the good run off turn number two. Halfway down the back straight away. He just pulls even with Jeff Gordon. Gordon's strong this second of the race, but now Stewart gets a nose out in front off four. I believe we're seeing some of the best racing of the night here at Richmond right now as they work their way back into the corner again. Tony Stewart determined, I'm going to get the lead. He pushes Gordon up the racetrack just a little bit this time, uses up that groove, makes it real wide. He's got him by half a car length, but can he stay out there? Finally clears him, now makes contact with him as he tries to pull up in front of Jeff Gordon, but he completes the pass going into turn three. 261 complete, 139 to go at Richmond. Tony Stewart leads now. Jeff Burton and Jeff Gordon running side by side to uh, figure out who's going to be the runner up at this point. With Bobby Labonte back in fourth and Mark Martin holding down the fifth position. For the Richmond International Raceway, this is MRN Radio. 
at the Richmond International Raceway. Jeff Burton has tried for about the last dozen laps to get second spot away from Jeff Gordon, but unsuccessful in trying to make that low groove work for him. He falls back in line in third position for now. Tony Stewart leads Jeff Gordon and Jeff Burton. Bobby Labonte is fourth. Mark Martin is fifth. Steve Park is sixth. The man on the move in this segment of the race is Dale Earnhardt, who is ripping his way up through the top ten into the seventh spot. Rusty Wallace is eighth. Sterling Marlin ninth. Kenny Irwin is tenth. Looking at the rest of the 19-car lead lap, 11th is Ted Musgrave. John Andretti is 12th. Mike Skinner, 13th. Dale Jarrett, 14th. Bobby Hamilton, 15th. Dale Earnhardt Jr., 16th. Kenny Wallace, 17th. Jimmy Spencer, 18th. And Kyle Petty, 19th right now. And all those cars are on the lead lap. As the leader again, Tony Stewart, works his way back into turns one and two. Talk about a strong race car. He has had it all evening long, as we pointed out a moment ago. He doesn't get any slower, whether they run a 40-lap run or a 50-lap run or a 10-lap run. The car just seems to get be as consistent as anything out there. That's going to be awfully hard to beat. He may get his first win in Winston Cup racing here tonight, but we've got a lot of racing left. As a matter of fact, we have 132 laps left as Tony again is about to chase down the tail end of the field after that caution and that round of pit stops. He's out of turn two. Once again, he's built up a big lead over second place Jeff Gordon, but he'll be catching some traffic here very shortly. Gordon with some company behind him, though. Jeff Burton now starting to reel him in in what will be a race for the second spot. Again, Burton tried and tried and tried the bottom lane, but couldn't make it work to get by Gordon. So right now uh, it appears that the top side is the way to run here at Richmond tonight. Here's Bill Elliott on pit road. What would be an unscheduled stop for the McDonald's machine at lap 269, Winston Kelly. Well, he has a vibration in the car. He stayed out there for a while thinking it might go away, but it is not. He's shut the engine off. He thinks it might be something in the drive line. They're jacking up the right side of the McDonald's fours. Looks like they're going to bring it behind the wall. Tell you what, Barney, Dale Earnhardt is on the move. He's trying to get a spot away from Mark Martin here. They had a good run at him coming off turn number four. Couldn't quite get a fender underneath him. They're off turn two, and this time Dale makes the move. Racing for the sixth position, and Earnhardt just flashes down to the inside, blows by Mark Martin, and moves himself now up into the sixth position. Started 33rd on the evening, did Dale Earnhardt. Now to the sixth spot and closing. Next car in front of him will be Steve Park, who's had a super run all night. Steve running in fifth position. Here's a team, really, that's turned the corner at the part of this season, Barney. Last several races, Steve has finished anywhere from 8th to 15th in five of the last seven events, and most all of them from 32nd or worse starting spot. He ran from 39th to 10th at Darlington uh, last week. He's really begun to turn the corner. This whole team has in the second half of the 99 season and parked right now with a solid top five run going tonight here in Richmond. Was it yesterday he told us the boss man, Dale Earnhardt, took him in the office and said, young man, (laughs) we need to pick up the pace a bit. Yeah, yeah. Must have done some good. Said get up on the wheel. But they've really been coming along a long ways. A lot of folks forget that with all the time that Steve Park missed in 98 due to the injury he suffered early in the season, halfway through this year, really just the completion of his rookie season in Winston Cup racing. Now he's coming around to some of these racetracks for the second and third times. Uh, for example, tonight is third Winston Cup trip here to Richmond. And I think some of that experience plus the experience of that team that was brand new at the start of 1998 beginning to show up. Yeah, and they're beginning to understand what he wants in a race car and how to get it get there and get to the point of where he's comfortable in the car and then he can get on top of that steering wheel and do some business. Having a good run here tonight. 270 74 laps complete, 126 to go. Tony Stewart leads. Jeff Gordon, Jeff Burton, Bobby Labonte, and Steve Park as the top five. 
Dale Earnhardt continues to get a little bit closer to the front. He is sixth. Mark Martin has fallen back now to seventh. Sterling Marlin's having a good run. We haven't talked a lot about Sterling tonight, but he is showing up in eighth position. They've done a good job for him on pit road to get him out there and keep him up in the top ten. Rusty Wallace has been up as high as, I believe, about six. He currently is back to ninth. And Kenny Irwin having a decent run also. He is tenth. Now, Rusty has not been the factor uh, nearly tonight that we thought he would starting in third position. He started dropping positions right from the waving of the green flag and has been hanging around just at the backside of the top ten here for most of this latest segment of the race. So Rusty not nearly the threat to get up there and win that we and he thought he would be during the uh, pre-race portion of our broadcast tonight. Stories of this evening. Well, Tony Stewart has been the dominant guy so far. He led all but five of the uh, first couple of hundred laps of this race and then uh, even though he, they've had a little bit of trouble on pit road and hasn't been able to hold the lead when they've come down uh, the pit lane for the last three yellow flag stops has quickly moved back through the traffic and reassumed the top spot each time by. Had a little rash of right front tire troubles on a couple of cars in the early part of the race. Jeremy Mayfield, Rick Mast, and Terry Labonte all suffered some problems with that section of their car in the early going. Uh, Chad Little also had a right front tire cut down on him. Mayfield and Mast have continued. Labonte and Little are the only two cars in the garage and retired from the race. Leaders tonight, Mike Skinner started on the pole, led a couple of laps early. Bobby Labonte has spent some time out in front. Jeff Gordon had us as well, but it has been Tony Stewart who has been in command for most of this evening. Our mid-race update has been brought to you by Chase Authentics. Each week, the top drivers in the NASCAR, Craftsman, Truck, Bush, and Winston Cup Series compete on the track to provide the best entertainment in motorsports. Off the track, the competition ends, and NASCAR's leading drivers agree to supply their fans with the best apparel in racing. Chase Authentics, the authentic trackside apparel of NASCAR. Now, back to the race where the chase is on. Jeff Gordon continues to chase Tony Stewart. Gordon back in the number two position. Tony the leader. Jeff Burton rides third. Bobby Labonte is fourth, and Steve Park is fifth. Not much going on among those five right now. The race has kind of settled down and spread out just a little bit as they work their way around the speedway. One of the things that we've seen throughout the weekend here this weekend at Richmond Barney is that the outside lane of this racetrack is superior by far to the inside lane. Back before we came here for the first race in May, they applied a coat of sealer to the racetrack and the drivers all praised it, said it had a lot of grip and it was fantastic. Far better than any sealer that had been applied to any other Winston Cup track on the circuit. But what happened was through running the first race weekend here back in May and then this race weekend the bottom groove of that sealer has worn off and the top lane actually has uh, a little bit more grip to it which is why we've seen some guys really unable to finish passes here tonight I talked with that uh, uh, with Jeff Burton about that a little earlier in the weekend the sealer that they use on this racetrack is an, they just do a great job the sealer matches the asphalt perfect the Sawyers just know what they're doing on that uh, as the sealer wears off of the bottom groove people start to look for the top groove because you you want to run on the sealer. A lot of racetracks, when they seal it, you don't want to be on the sealer. This racetrack, you do want to be on. So as, as the race goes on, you move higher and higher and higher. Well, the higher you get, the more opportunity there is for somebody to get under you. So you end up with a lot of side-by-side -side racing. 
at the Richmond International Raceway, closing in on the final stages of tonight's Exide NASCAR Select 400 for the NASCAR Winston Cup Series. Got 108 laps to go now, and Tony Stewart is the race leader over Jeff Gordon, Jeff Burton, Bobby Labonte, and Steve Park. The rest of the top ten are Dale Earnhardt, Sterling Marlin, Mark Martin, Rusty Wallace, and Kenny Irwin. Tell you what, watching Tony Stewart get around this racetrack, now he's been in traffic, heavy traffic, for the last five or six laps around Joe Moore as he works over to you. That just seem, does not even seem to be a factor for him. If he needs to go inside, he does. If he needs to go outside, he does. You know what's so amazing about it when we're talking about how the inside lane is trouble for some of these guys because it's a little slipperier down there. Doesn't seem to be a factor for Tony Stewart. He seems to have an all-groove race car. It'll work on the high groove, the low groove, whatever it takes. He's able to make the moves, and no one can really capitalize by closing in on him once he gets caught up in traffic. The car even works in the no groove. <laughs> Tony Stewart has got it all going his way so far tonight as he ducks underneath Jeremy Mayfield to put that driver a lap down. Mayfield a couple of laps down already after cutting a right front tire back at lap number 42. Take a minute, say hello to Mr. Bob Lutz, the chairman and chief executive officer of Exide Corporation, watching over tonight's Exide NASCAR Select 400. The Exide NASCAR Select battery, I assume, has been a bigger success for your company than maybe you thought it would when you first rolled it out. That's right. It's um, doing real well for us and continuing to do better month after month. Exide's involvement in NASCAR racing, it's been growing and growing over these last several years. Why? Well, because uh, for the aftermarket battery customer, this is just a, a, it's a great marketing avenue for us. We really touch the kind of customers who come into auto supply stores and uh, the uh, big retail outlets shopping for batteries. So it's, it's exactly our target market. Your company has to be thrilled with the success that Jeff Burton and the XI team have enjoyed on the track this year. Yeah, Jeff's done real well. Of course, he always does real well, and it's beginning to look like at least a top three finish tonight. It's certainly looking that way. He's very strong at this point in the event. Now, a chief executive officer is used to wielding a lot of power. But standing down on that victory lane earlier tonight with 103,000 fans looking on and 43 drivers waiting for your command as the Grand Marshal of the event, that had to be a thrill. It's a thrill, but it's uh, intimidating rather than giving <laughs> you a big sense of power. I imagine it would be. Mr. Lutz, we appreciate all of Exide's support of NASCAR racing and, and, and the sport and the event tonight here in Richmond, and congratulations on a very successful event. Well, thanks very much. Great to be with you guys. Thank you. We appreciate it, Bob. Bob Lutz, Chairman and Chief Executive Officer of the Exide Corporation, the Grand Marshal for tonight's Exide NASCAR Select 400. And they well should be proud of Jeff Burton. He's having a good run here currently in third position. He's been up there challenging on occasion for the lead tonight, and he's still got plenty of time to get it done and pull out a victory. We have 100 laps to go. We've just turned the 300-lap mark here tonight at Richmond. It is Tony Stewart, the man they've been chasing the better part of all night. He has led every lap except, what, about five or six or on eh. pit stops and somewhere in that range. He's fallen a few farther behind when they, they lost the lead a couple of times, and it took him some time to get back up front. But, but basically, yeah, he has been the guy all night long. Let's focus on the championship for just a minute. Dale Jarrett, the current point leader, is running back in 12th spot now. The man chasing him for the top spot, Mark Martin, is running in 8th. Neither driver has led a lap to tonight to collect the bonus points toward the championship. The third-place man in the point standings, Bobby Labonte, is 4th. He has led a lap tonight. You've got Jeff Gordon, the 4th-place man in the standings, running 2nd. He's led a lap tonight. And the 5th-place driver and 6th-place driver in points, Tony Stewart and Jeff Burton, run 1st and 3rd, each also 
Hill, having led laps and collected bonus points tonight. I believe Jim Phillips is down in Dale Chairs. Well, we got trouble up in turn number three. One car hits the wall hard. It is Jimmy Spencer. The car loops completely around and hits the driver's side first against the outside wall. He and John Andretti and Dale Earnhardt Jr. had been kind of getting two and three wide going through the corners. You could almost see that one coming, and Spencer ends up getting, looked like, made a little contact up there. He has smacked the wall. The car has come to rest in the outside groove. Caution immediately comes on the speedway. Back to Joe Moore. Car spun completely around, Bonnie, after uh, all those machines got together. He got squeezed up to the outside lane, and again, it spun around in the middle of the racetrack and then slammed driver's side first into the wall, then bounced off the wall. It sits just a few feet away from the wall now as Jimmy begins moving around inside the Winston Ford. Has dropped the window net. Will climb from the car, but Jimmy okay. But there was some contact there between Jimmy and Dale Earnhardt Jr. when Spencer went around. Here come the leaders to pit road. The stops will be at lap number 304. These could potentially be the final stops of the race. Jeff Gordon running in second behind Tony Stewart on to pit road. And we go to pit lane brought to you by the McDonald's drive through to cover the Jeff Gordon stop. The crew now working on the right side of the car. They've been first in and out all night long. They're not going to make any chassis adjustment. Went and around to the left side of the DuPont Chevrolet. The crew pumping the car up on the left side. Another good stop for Jeff Gordon. Down and away. 16 seconds flat. Another great stop. Will he beat Tony Stewart out? Jim Phillips will tell us. Well, Tony Stewart is peeling out down on the other end of the racetrack. Great stop for his crew. So Bobby Labonte is in. Rusty Wallace's crew is in. And the bad pat part for the competition is Stewart's in his car. It's the best he's been all night. The last run. Dale Jarrett, they made a chassis adjustment on his his car. He lost a lot of spots that last time. Kenny Wallace still up on the jack down here. Let's go down to Marty Snyder. Dale Earnhardt having a great run tonight. He came in running six. The car was just a little bit loose. They tightened him up with air pressure, but it was kind of a long stop for Earnhardt. 20 plus seconds, so he might have lost the ground on the racetrack. And the race off pit road is going to be one again. Tony Stewart gets out first this time. He'll be followed out by Jeff Burton and Jeff Gordon and Bobby Labonte and also Dale Jarrett. That'll be your top five after this round of pit stops. We have a quiet minute under the caution flag. Let's go to Winston Kelly on pit road. Well, you started to talk earlier about some of the big fellas and stars on pit road. We're with Willie Lanier and L.C. Greenwood. Willie involved in Players, Inc. What is it? How did you get involved in it and the Petty family? Well, Players, Inc. is the marketing division of the NFL Players Association. And I guess they would say taking the face masks off the players involved in promotional activities throughout the country. So from the NASCAR perspective, I think they've been aligned with Petty Enterprises for the last few years. So they brought six guys in to be on both sides of Petty's 43 and 44 car to help raise money for charities based on which one would win uh, the race this evening or finish ahead of one another. So NFL Players, Inc. raising money for needy charities. And uh, you've been involved in getting a NASCAR team together. How's that coming? Well, we've been working on it all year, as you know, and it's always difficult. So we're continuing to talk to potential clients and sponsors. No one has agreed to sign on the line yet, but it's just an ongoing effort. And I think this is probably my ninth race of the year, but it's just one of trying to do the same thing everyone else is doing, and that's trying to find a commitment to go forward. And that's uh, Hall of Famer Willie Lanier. L.C. Greenwood, this is not your first race. How did you get involved with the Petties and Players, Inc.? Well, I, 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 as a matter of fact, this is uh, uh, my second time being out here on the car races with the uh, uh, NFL, uh, well, uh, with Players, Inc. 
And, uh, this, you know, it's just fun, the fun stuff to be out here and see the competition and the competition that we got going on. But, uh, but the bottom line is the charities are benefiting, and that's, that's one of the reasons why I'm here. And the competition, they were both good at five Super Bowl rings between these two gentlemen, L.C. Greenwood, Willie Lanier. Also here in Kyle Petty's pit is Dick Butkus. Quite a turnout down there to see some of those guys. As you said, they are big gentlemen. If, if a fight breaks out, I want to be on their side. Problems for Jeff Gordon on pit road. A second time under this caution. Gives up third spot to do it. The car was up on the jack. He's coming back around the racetrack very slowly trying to catch up to the field. We'll get an update on what the problem is there in a minute. I'm going to suspect maybe a clutch or transmission problem from what they had the car jacked up on and as slowly as he's coming around the racetrack. So Gordon in trouble as the pace car hits pit road and we go back racing. Tony Stewart the leader. Green flag goes in the air. Right behind him is Jeff Burton, Bobby Labonte and Dale Jarrett as they work their way off into turn number one. A lot of lap traffic down to the inside. They'll probably dispense with most of that this time as quick as Stewart's car is. Nobody challenges him to get a lap back as they head for three. They're going to dispense with Jeff Gordon as it comes steaming to the end of the back straight away. Gordon squeezes down to the inside as the field blasts by off third four. Gordon will go to pit road very slowly as the leaders complete lap 312. So scratch Gordon from the list of potential winners tonight. Stewart and Jeff Burton clear the lap traffic. Let's go into the garage to Marty Snyder. Well, we did have Jimmy Spencer for a few moments. He waited uh, and had to go to the infield care center. So we're going to wait here until Jimmy comes out of the infield care center. He is fine. They're just going to check him out. And Jeff Gordon's car turns into the garage. It does not go to the pit stall this time. He is heading to the garage. So Jeff Gordon a moment ago, a contender to win here tonight. Now all of a sudden, the candidate for the Goodies Headache Award. He has gone into the garage area. We'll get an update there in just a moment. At the front of the field, same story. Tony Stewart, turn three. Stewart has the lead, but Jeff Burton is with it this time. Dive to the inside, challenging all four. Burton glued to the bottom lane up off the corner. Closes to within one car length of Tony Stewart now as they steam off into turn number one with 86 laps to go. Stewart pulls away from him, though, this time going into turn number one, but off the corner on the back straightaway. Here comes Jeff Burton tightening up once again. He's within two car lengths of the race leader. And the battle for the lead continues. Jeff Burton trying to run down Tony Stewart with Bobby Labonte waiting in the wing some eight car lengths back. Stewart gets a little bit high out of turn number two. Jeff Burton gets close. That's all he can do. Jeff tries to close in here on the back straightaway but can't make enough to make any difference. He's still two car lengths behind him. But again, Stewart goes high. Burton dives down low. And get some sort of update on what the problem is that has put Jeff Gordon into the garage here at lap number 317. Uh, we'll follow up on that in just a second for, uh, while he gets out of his car in the garage. First on the racetrack, nose to tail for the race lead, Tony Stewart and Jeff Burton. Burton putting about as much pressure as anyone has on Stewart this whole evening long. Yeah, he's not been able to get away from him. Every time we said a moment ago that Tony Stewart, after he got the lead back, he was able to pull away and make a big gap up there of anywhere from a full second to eight or ten car lengths, not the case this time. Let's check in the garage. And Jeff Gordon was certainly a contender to win tonight. And Jeff, uh, what happened? Uh, you know, I, I lost first, second, and third gear. All I have is fourth gear. And on uh, when I came in the pit there, uh, I slipped the clutch leaving the pit road, and then the clutch went out on it. So uh, no 
No clutch and no gear is not a good sign. They should be able to fix this uh, perhaps and try to get Jeff Gordon back out again as many points as they can. Unbelievable this year, the bad luck that Jeff has had. He had a couple of bulletproof years, so to speak, but not the case in 1999. As many cars are still running and running within a couple of laps of the leader. The best Gordon is going to hope to finish, even if they get it fixed in the next, you know, 30 laps and get it back out there. It's going to be about 37th. So uh, going to be a tough blow there for Gordon here this evening. Tell you somebody who's turned around all of a sudden begun to rally toward the front is Dale Jarrett. DJ finds himself in fourth position. Wasn't it just a couple of minutes ago? We talked about him being back in 12th and 14th, and now here he is in fourth and pulling away from the group from fifth on back. So he's got it rolling here in the final 100 laps. Yeah, he's chasing down the front three right now. He's cut it down on uh, Bobby Labonte by maybe two or three car lengths. It is Tony Stewart leading the Exide NASCAR Select 400 with 71 laps to go. Jeff Burton has slipped back to the point now that Bobby Labonte is challenging him for the second spot. Labonte looking low and sweeping past Burton for that position in turn one. And he pulls up in front of Jeff Burton before they get to turn number two. Bobby Labonte takes over the second spot. Jeff Burton in the third position. And now he's falling into the clutches of fourth place Dale Jarrett. And Tony Stewart will cross the line and looking at the uh, computer here about one point. Oh, well, uh, more than a two second lead right now. He has a two-second advantage plus on Bobby Labonte, so Tony's getting away from him. And if this race stays green and he's able to go the distance, unless they can make up a lot more ground than they are right now, Joe Moore, they're not going to chase him down. Yeah, he just seems to keep getting stronger and stronger and pulling away further and further. Had a good race going on for seventh a while back. Dale Earnhardt was trying to get by Mark Martin. He's finally completed the pass, so Dale Earnhardt up to the seventh spot. Mark Martin back to eighth. Let's update you on the full field here at lap 331. Tony Stewart leads Bobby Labonte second, Jeff Burton third, Dale Jarrett fourth, and Rusty Wallace fifth. Sterling Marlin is sixth, Dale Earnhardt seventh, Mark Martin eighth, Bobby Hamilton ninth, and Kenny Irwin is 10th, Ted Musgraves 11th, Steve Park 12th, Mike Skinner 13th, John Andretti 14th, Dale Earnhardt Jr. is 15th, 16th is Kyle Petty, and Kenny Wallace is the last car on the lead lap in 17th spot. Elliott Sadler the first one a lap down in 18th, Jerry Nadeau is 19th, Todd Bodine 20th, Joe Nemechek 21st, and Ken Schrader 22nd, two laps down, Johnny Benson in 23rd, Mike Wallace in 24th, Wally Dallenbeck in 25th, Jeffrey Bodine in 26th, and Ricky Rudd's car now being driven by Dick Trickle in 27th spot. Three laps down, Jeremy Mayfield in 28th, Kevin LePage in 29th, Steve Grissom in 30th, Brett Bodine in 31st, Ron Hornaday in 32nd, Darrell Waltrip in 33rd position is uh, four laps down, let's make that, for DW. He's the only one four laps down. David Green in 34th is eight laps down. Ward Burton in 35th is uh, a bunch of laps down, almost actually a little bit over... What is he here? Uh, four. He's eight laps down is Ward Burton in 35th. Jeff Gordon, Jimmy Spencer, Chad Little, Rick Mast, and Terry Labonte are in the garage. Bill Elliott, Michael Waltrip, and Robert Presley are back on the racetrack after spending time in the garage at various points throughout the race. And that's the way they stand with 65 laps to go. It has been a tough night for some of the drivers that Alan just uh, talked to you about right there. Joe Nemechek ran pretty well, but Joe got himself behind, tried to get a lap back all night long. Kenny Schrader's had a tough night here at Richmond. So has Wally Dolan back. Jeff Bodine had a great run going in the early part of the event. He had a couple of problems, lost a cylinder in the car, the engine gone sour on him, and Jeffrey has fallen way back in the field. Jeremy Mayfield had about a quicker car as anybody out there at several segments of the race. Got three laps down, got one of those back, and was able to run with the leader, but he's never been able
able to make up the rest of the laps to get himself back in there to be a factor to win. Ward Burton kind of off the pace a little bit in the early going. He got up toward the front, I guess, up to about 15th or 16th. Bill Elliott had the problem, went behind the wall. So a tough night for those drivers. Here's a challenge for third spot in turn two. Dale Jarrett is on the move. He's finally caught Jeff Burton and now is trying to do away with him as he pulls to the inside of the racetrack. Completes the pass at the end of the back straightaway. DJ up to third. Dale Jarrett has kind of lingered around in the top 10 and top 15 in the first part of the race. Now, as the race is coming down to a conclusion, just 62 laps to go, that car is getting a little bit stronger. Why don't we get a report out of his pit? Let's talk to Todd Perrin. He's uh, not only called a good race tonight, but his uh, pit crew is going to climb down here. Talk to us uh, for a second. Looking around at Dale Jerry. He's been calling out the lap, lap times to him. And he's going to call out this lap time before he talks to us. And, uh, and it's been uh, a groove that Dale Jerry found that's uh, made the difference. Todd, you were in a bad hole, but your pit crew pulled you out. Yeah, what a guys are pretty awesome you know this that's the sort of stuff they did last week and um you know just being back there on the back stretch just killed us so we've had good race cars just a little bad luck and um had a good pit stop and got us in where we're at made a couple pretty big chassis changes and it's obviously it, it worked he looks like he's found a rhythm yeah i hope he's got enough rhythm i don't know about that 20 car i don't know what he's got but uh i know what he's got him and the 18 got the same thing that's Todd Parrott. Uh, they made a heck of a comeback tonight. Give Dale's credit to uh, Todd Parrott and company for making the right chassis adjustments. The pit crew for gaining Dale a lot of track position. And Jarrett for kind of hanging in there and not getting in trouble when he got bumped a couple times early in the race. Made a couple of nice saves behind the wheel of the car. One in particular when he got nudged by Dale Earnhardt over in turn number two. That was back at, what, about lap 252. But now they're all of a sudden up in third position. And what was um, a bad two-week stretch for them point-wise, they're going to gain a lot of that positive momentum back tonight. He's got a good run going. He's worked his way, as you said, up to third spot. If he can just come out of here with a top five finish and kind of get the team back, get the momentum going uh, after having two bad races in a row. Well, not really bad. Bristol was bad, but Darlington wasn't their best run of the year. But for the moment tonight, he could be a factor to win this thing before it's over. Laps going by in a hurry right now. There are 57 to go. Tony Stewart very much in command all evening long. Riding in the number two spot is Bobby Labonte. Dale Jarrett is second. Jeff Burton is Correct me, Dale Jarrett is third, Jeff Burton is fourth, and Rusty Wallace getting a little closer to the front. Rusty's up into fifth position. Very quietly moving up through the top ten. Sterling Marlin, Dale Earnhardt, Bobby Hamilton, Mark Martin, and Ted Musgrave round out the top ten positions. Start your appetites and race into Outback Steakhouse, where you could win a trip to the Outback Steakhouse 200 at the Phoenix International Raceway. After the race, at the invitation-only Outback Bloomin' Favorites Bash, you can meet Dale Jarrett, Todd Parrott, Dale Earnhardt Jr., and NASCAR's Brian France while enjoying awesome Outback food. So take first place and win a weekend of Outback proportions by entering either online at Outback.com or on your next visit to Outback Steakhouse, NASCAR's blooming favorite. No purchase necessary, void where prohibited. 48 laps to go in tonight's Exide NASCAR Select 400 at the Richmond International Raceway. It has been all Tony Stewart so far this evening. A couple of times on caution flag pit stops, they've had a little trouble. I won't say they've had trouble. A couple of other teams got their cars off of pit road first each time. Stewart has powered his way back to the front. This last set of pit stops back just past lap 300. His crew got him out first and he powered away from the field. Right now, though, he's been hung up in a lot of heavy lap traffic but has allowed his teammate Bobby Labonte 
Bonney to close in. Yeah, Bobby's chopped it down to maybe two or three car lengths. In fact, there's only one car between the two right now. A lap machine as they work their way off turn number two. Let's see if Bobby can get around him and pull up on him. That lap car is Todd Bodine. He works the outside lane here at the end of the back straightaway. Bobby dives underneath him, clears him now, going into turn four. Off of the corner, down toward the start-finish line. There'll be 45 laps to go as the leaders come across the stripe. Let's look a little bit farther back into the field. Dale Jarrett in third, kind of running by himself, as is Jeff Burton in fourth. Sterling Marlin having a great night tonight. He's just moved around Rusty Wallace into the fifth position. Marlin started back in 25th spot. Behind him, Wallace has got some cars uh, on the lead lap trying to get through traffic to him. They're on the backstretch. Working around the uh, car of Jimmy Spencer, who occupies the inside lane. Dale Earnhardt there. He dives down low to get by Elliott Sandler. Also, Bobby Hamilton and Mark Martin working the high side to clear the traffic. Mark had a little trouble coming off turn number four a couple of laps ago. Car kicked around like it was going to turn down toward the infield. He had to get out of the throttle for just a moment. Got it back in a straight line. It's still up in that pack of traffic that we talked about. 44 laps to go. Tony Stewart leads now by... Oh, almost a full second. About eight-tenths is what it is over Bobby Labonte. Dale Jarrett still hanging up there tough in third. He's made a great comeback here tonight, determined to protect that point lead and pick up a few on everybody else. Jeff Burton now in fourth. I thought Jeff was going to really run down the leader and go with him there for a while, and he did for about 15 laps, but all of a sudden the car started dropping back. And that's been Tony Stewart's strong suit all night. No matter how he runs, as we said, he gets stronger and stronger or at least stays the same. Yeah, when everybody else, uh, their lap times start falling off, Stewart's don't. And he has been able to pull away the farther into a run that we've gotten. The only time he's uh, been checked up all night is in lap traffic or when uh, he's gotten a little bit behind on some of the restarts. Let's go to Pit Road and uh, check in on a couple of the teams having pretty solid efforts here tonight. Ted Musgrave has been in, hanging around the top ten all evening long. Not been the best of Seasons for the Butch Mock Racing team, but Richmond has certainly been a bright spot for them. They started 41st and finished 11th in May, and Winston Kelly, they started a whole lot closer to the front tonight, and despite the fact that Ted's feeling under the weather, looks like they're in for a solid finish. Certainly does. Troy Selberg, the crew chief on the car. Troy, you guys have hung up there in the top 10 or 12 all night long. How's the car right now? The car's running excellent tonight. It's just a shame, you know, we've got some problems with the rear hubcaps where the tire goes off and on. Pickers done an excellent job. Ted, you know, was sick earlier in the day. We got a little bit better once that adrenaline got run. The car's running good. We just can't get a pit stop. Is this a turning point for the team with a good run like this tonight? Well, let's hope so. You know, we've had some good runs and we've had some personnel changes and all the guys have pulled together and really made this car go. Ted ain't going to give up. Roy Selberg, the crew chief on Ted Musgrave's car. They've had a little bit of problem tonight, but still hung in there in the top ten. A solid run. Yeah, they've had a tough season also, and they need a good run here tonight. Looks like they're going to get one. Bobby Labonte trying to chase down Tony Stewart as the laps go by the wayside. 38 to go as Bobby now has lost a little ground, getting hung up in some of that lap traffic off turn number two behind the leader, Tony Stewart. Why don't we check in his pit? I believe Jim Phillips has been down there. Uh, yes, we are, Bonnie. Uh, step up here and talk to Jimmy May Carr. Jimmy! You're staying close. <laughs> yeah, it is, I tell you. Kind of neat to be able to sit here and uh, really not matter if uh, Tony wins or Bobby wins. You know I'm pulling for Bobby, though. I mean, my heart is. But uh, I don't know if we got anything for him right now. Tony's been awful strong all night long. We've been a little bit off. But, uh, you know, if it goes green the rest of the way, it's going to be about the longest run we've made. Uh, so we don't know what might happen later in the run. Well, they don't know exactly because it's going to be a long run. If it stays green, you know, uh, 
Mark Martin is on pit road. The hood is up on his machine. Let's go there to Winston Kelly. Well, he's got a lot of smoke billowing out underneath the hood. It's overheating up to about 230 degrees. They think they've got some oil coming out the breather. Mark Martin looks like he's going to swing it around and bring it behind pit road. Mark is about to make that turn through the pit wall, take it in behind the pit wall, and they'll work on it and try to get it back out there. So Dale Jarrett not only puts together a good run, of course, he's far from being home free. Anything can happen in the next 31 laps. But he's not only going to gain some points, he's going to gain even more now that Mark has gone behind the wall. 28 laps to go in Richmond. Let's go to the garage. And Mark Martin climbs out of the Valvoline Ford and looked underneath the quit. And, uh, and Mark says he'll be out in just a moment. And uh, they are going to try to see what exactly the problem is on the Valvoline Ford. I'm sure they'll try if there's any way to get him back out there because even a lap or two can make the difference in a few points here, even though they're winding down to 27 to go for Tony Stewart and the rest of the field. Tony still leads Bobby Labonte. He is about eight-tenths of a second ahead of Labonte. The interval there hasn't changed much. Dale Jarrett still rides third. Fourth would be Sterling Marlin. He's going to end up with a good finish if he doesn't have any problem. Jeff Burton is back to fifth. Dale Earnhardt has quietly sneaked his way up to the front a couple of times. Dale has drove his rear end off to get up there in that top ten. He is sixth. Bobby Hamilton having a good run tonight. He is seventh. Kenny Irwin is eighth. Ted Musgrave talked about a moment ago what a good night they had had, and they need it. Their season has not been the best. He is ninth, and John Andretti has hung in there in the top ten. Jeff Burton losing positions. Joe Moore, Dale Earnhardt has just shuffled around him. And Dale chased him down, cleared the path uh, to pick up the position. Now Bobby Hamilton just behind is making his move on Jeff Burton. And Jeff's car apparently falling off here on this real long run. This will be the longest run we've had tonight under green for any of the teams out there. So they were not sure exactly what the cars would do. Heard a couple of guys on pit road say you don't know what the car will do in a long run because we haven't had one. And now there are 24 laps to go for Tony Stewart. Don't you know he's hearing all kinds of noises in that car right now saying, man, I want to get that first win. And it could come tonight. He's not going to have a better chance than he's had here tonight. He's led all but 67 laps of the 377 that we have run so far. Stewart maintaining a one-second lead on Bobby Labonte as Jeff Burton loses another couple of spots. Bobby Hamilton and Kenny Irwin both go by him, kicking Burton back to eighth. And here's Irwin up underneath Hamilton, trying to get seventh spot away. Off turn four across the start-finish line, back to turn one. Those two drivers go side-by-side. Side. Denny Irvin drives it to the inside of the track in turn number one, tries to pull even with Bobby Hamilton once they come up off the corner, but Hamilton a little bit stronger. He pulls out in front. Meanwhile, Jeff Burton is about to lose another spot. Ted Musgrave drives underneath him and passes him in turn three. Jeff, you can't keep the car down to the bottom of the speedway at all when he goes in the corner. I'm sure his corner speeds are way off from what they were a little bit earlier because that's where everybody's making their move on him. It's right in the middle of the turn. 21 laps to go. Tony Stewart continues to lead, looking for that first checkered flag as a Winston Cup driver. As we said, I don't think he's going to get a better chance. It would be a shame for something to happen to the car right now for him, wouldn't it? Absolutely. He has been so dominant all evening long. He has to check up in turn four, trying to put a lap on Mike Skinner, and that allows Bobby Labonte to really close the gap in on him, down to just a couple of car lengths. Want to get an update on the Jeff Burton car from Pitt Road here shortly, find out why he's falling back so far so fast. But first, the leader, Stewart, trying to lap the 11th place car, Skinner, in the backstretch. Drives underneath Skinner, clears him. Once he exits turn number two here on the back straightaway. So now, Tony Stewart has about three 
three car lengths on Bobby Labonte and at least one lap car. Tony Stewart's got something else, too. As he looks directly ahead, he's got uh, at least eight or ten, maybe 12 cars that he's going to have to thread his way through, whether he can get inside or outside. Bobby Labonte's cut down the interval between himself and the leader right now to a couple of car lengths. Let's watch that one in turn three. Closing here at the end of the back straightaway on the car of Elliott Sadler, Kevin LePage, and Jeremy Mayfield. Those machines are now sitting directly in front of Tony Stewart. 18 laps to go for Stewart as he crosses the start-finish line. His teammate Labonte just a couple of car lengths behind him, now wading their way into that heavy lap traffic. This should be Bobby Labonte's opportunity if one's going to be presented for him to close in on Tony Stewart, but he's not able to make up a whole lot of ground at the end of the back straightaway. The margin's still about three car lengths. Tony's problem is there are several of those cars that are racing side-by-side side directly ahead, but as we said earlier, he's been able to run inside, outside, center groove, no groove wherever needed to go. That's just how good that car is. He dispenses with a couple of those machines. Now Bobby Labonte's got to get around some lap traffic to stay with the leader. Tony gets by Elliot Sandler coming off turn number two. Now closes in on the rear deck of Kevin LePage. And just ahead of LePage, you've got the car of Wally Donovan and Jeremy Mayfield racing side-by-side. Side. Let's check quickly into the garage once again with Marty Snyder. And Mark Martin has already changed clothes, probably done for the night. What happened, Mark? Oh, I, I don't know. Uh, we, we broke something in the engine, a piston or a valve or something, and uh, it took us out. And that is Martin done for the night, and uh, it is an engine problem that knocked him out. Tough luck there for Mark, uh, who will finish probably back around 36th or 37th spot at the end of the evening. Eight laps to go in tonight's Exide NASCAR Select 400. Make it seven as Tony Stewart flashes across the start-finish line. Five car lengths on Bobby Labonte up off turn two. Still got heavy traffic to work. Here he goes, working to the outside of David Green. He'll clear that machine. Stretches out his lead over Bobby Labonte to seventh car length now. Tony Stewart's had just an outstanding race car ever since they put him under green earlier this evening. He is now pulled away from Bobby Labonte by almost seven or eight car lengths. He's got about three cars directly ahead, and he's got six laps to go. He's out of two. Pulling up on the first of those three cars, sitting in front of the race leader, Bill Elliott will be that one. Here he comes to the end of the back straightaway, approaching Elliott's car, Ken Schrader and Ted Musgrave also just ahead. Here's Stewart up off the corner, sees the signal from the start-finish line, flag stand, five laps to go in the event, seeking a win at his rookie season in the Winston Cup Tour. Stewart's back in two. He clears Bill Elliott's car, takes the high lane to make that work. Now pulls up behind Kenny Schrader as he hits the end of the back straightaway. Still maintaining about a five-car length lead over teammate Bobby Labonte. And you got to give a call to Stewart. He hasn't cracked the throttle all night long. And when he catches somebody, he'll get around him. He's used his head, driven a very smart race. He's been in some heavy packs of traffic. Laps go down to four. He's about to catch about four or five cars directly ahead off turn two. Sneaks down to the inside to get by Ken Schrader's car. Now takes uh, that high lane once again, the fast way down this back straightaway. Entering turn number three, he's got a pack of about five just ahead. Three to go this time as they come to the start-finish line. Stewart led at the white flag at New Hampshire, then ran out of gas back in the month of July. He is out in front of his teammate Bobby Labonte now with the checkered flag in sight once again. Lap cars racing side-by-side just in front of the race leaders. It comes up off the corner. Ted Musgrave there working with Steve Grissom. And here comes Stewart now closing in on Grissom's car in turn three. And are we going to see a first-time winner here at Richmond tonight? Looks like it. Tony Stewart's out of turn number four. Back to the start-finish line. Two laps to go as he works his way down into turn number one. That big pack of traffic we talked about. 
We'll have to see whether he tries to get through it. He's shaking Bobby Labonte pretty good now by three or four car lengths. He's heading for turn three. Stewart gets by the first of those cars. Steve Grissom now goes to the outside of the racetrack to clear Ward Burton's car. Pulls right up on the rear deck of Ted Musgrave. Tony Stewart heading down to the line to see the white flag on his way to getting his first Winston Cup victory ever. He is down in turn number one behind that four-car pack that we talked about. Bobby Labonte is some four to five car lengths behind him. He's off turn two and heading for victory lane. No doubt about it. He's had the strong car all night, and he deserves this one. Tony Stewart for the last time up into turns three and four. In just his 25th start in the NASCAR Winston Cup Series, Tony Stewart is a winner. Checkered flag, Stewart wins. Tonight's Exide NASCAR Select 400 at Richmond, five car lengths over his teammate, Bobby Labonte. Point leader Dale Jarrett comes off of turn number four. Checkered flag for him. Third place finish tonight. It'll be Sterling Marlin finishing fourth, and Dale Earnhardt will round out the top five. The wild celebration is on on pit road for Tony Stewart's team. Well, and Joe Gibbs, I tell you, it doesn't get any better than that. First and second, you are pacing like an expectant father. Hey, I got to tell you, this is one of the great nights right here. I'm so proud of Tony. Bernie Arthur, everybody at Home Depot, congratulations. Bobby comes in second. I tell you, Lord bless us with a great night. I couldn't be happy, I tell you. It, it was one of the big thrills of my life. I know you can't pull for one or the other, but toward the end, did you have to pull for Tony for his first victory? I got, I got to tell you, well, you don't pull for one or the other. I just think that Tony tonight earned it. He was out front all night, so you had a feeling that that's what was going to happen. But I'm so happy for him. He's raced his guts out all year. He's the winning car owner and the second-place car owner, Joe Gibbs. Tony Stewart with the window net down, came to the start-finish line, pulled a couple of victory donuts. Now he's doing the old Polish victory lap. Backwards around the Richmond International Speedway, raising, uh, waving his uh, left arm out the window to the fans as he circles around. He'll be in victory lane shortly, and we'll hear from him in just a minute. Stay with us. Post-race coverage coming up tonight. Tony Stewart has just rolled into the Richmond International Raceway's victory lane, his first NASCAR Winston Cup Series win in just his 25th start. He becomes the sixth driver to score a victory in Winston Cup history in his rookie season. Shorty Rollins in 1958, Earl Ross in 1974, Ron Bouchard in 1982, Dale Earnhardt in 1979, and Davey Allison twice in 1987, and now Tony Stewart in 1999, winners in their rookie season. Bobby Labonte finished second, Dale Jarrett third, Sterling Marlin fourth, and Kenny Irwin nipped, nipped Dale Earnhardt for fifth at the line. We will hear from uh, Tony Stewart in victory lane shortly. First, let's get a word from Bobby Labonte, tonight's runner-up. Well, maybe I don't know how many times that it's been one-two for a car owner, but it is tonight. Bobby Labonte down here talking to a lot of folks. Bobby, I tell you what, if you got to finish second, I guess to either your brother or your teammate, can't be that bad. Yeah, I mean, uh, hey, Terry had that problem early on. Uh, looked like he hit pretty hard. But, uh, <clears throat> you know, our, our interstate Pontiac ran great tonight. Uh, best run I've ever had here at Richmond. Uh, car wasn't quite as good in the middle of the corner as Tony's was. But, uh, uh, you know, we tried to get up there right at him, right up to him right there at the end of the race and uh, got close to him. But he was just good whenever we were out of traffic. In uh, traffic, it was a little tough. But, uh, yeah, I can't complain. Everybody on this interstate Pontiac and Joe Gibbs Racing did a great job tonight. And, uh, you know, just glad that we came home uh, second, first and second place finish. And uh, I tried to get close enough to rattle his cage. That's what you're supposed to do. But I couldn't get to him. What was the difference there at the end? You were able to catch him, but then he could pull away. Uh, he just had a little bit more forward bite than I did off the corner. And, uh, you know, we fought that all uh, all day uh, today and uh, still fought it. 
Joe Gibbs Racing sweep first and second. Bobby Labonte is second. And Dale Jarrett salvaged and uh, protected his point lead and picked up some. Let's see if we can get a word from him. And a smile on Dale Jarrett's face as he comes home third tonight. And, boy, did you come on late? Did you change your line, or was it the changes to the car? What changed? Uh, it changed the car. Uh, first off, I want to congratulate Tony Stewart. Just an uh, incredible job. He's done it all year long. He's been trying to win, and uh, he's just a great race driver and has a great job tonight. But uh, we made a lot of adjustments. Uh, we'd made the car better, and then I got hit down in turn two. Sent me back for a while, and uh, then they turned out just an incredible pit stop. That's what they've been doing, and that's what it's about, and they did a great job. Todd Parrott called a uh, semi-urgent team meeting Thursday morning before they came up here to Richmond. Did that make a difference in kind of stemming this tide? Well, we, we've been meeting about every week, but that one's a little more just to say, hey, guys, we're going to win this championship, and uh, these guys are focused. And it was a definite momentum builder for Dale Jarrett tonight. He comes home a strong third. Solid effort for Jarrett and his team, and after a second-place driver, Mark Martin had problems, and fifth-place driver, Jeff Gordon, had problems. Uh, Jarrett beat everybody but third-place driver, Bobby Labonte, to the stripe, and Bobby is only going to gain 10 points on DJ. Uh, one five for position and a five for a leading a lap when Dale didn't, but still, that's not too bad. That leaves uh, Dale with a pretty healthy advantage heading to New Hampshire next week. Well, down in victory lane, the celebration has been quite raucous. Tony Stewart got out of the car, jumped up on top of the roof, threw the Gatorade bottle, threw the Exide battery that they had on the roof, uh, threw a couple of bottles of Coca-Cola and a little bit more, and uh, he is having quite a big time, and we'll get a word from Tony in just a minute. Fourth place run tonight for Sterling Marlin. Let's see if we can hear from him. Well, Sterling Marlin's crawled up in the Coors Light. Holler, and we'll get a comment from him in just a moment. And uh, we'll also try and hear from fifth place Kenny Irwin in just a minute. First, the members of the media covering tonight's Exide NASCAR Select 400 have voted Jeff Gordon the Goodies Headache Award, $3,600 to him. Gordon falling out of the race with a clutch problem at lap number 310, and he will finish in 40th spot. Now to the winner's circle, and let's hear from Tony Stewart. Well, a lot of times it can be a field of heartbreak in the Western Cup circuit, but it's a field of dreams for a rookie tonight. Tony Stewart, you win in your 25th start. Your thoughts? <laughs> I don't know what to say. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, I love this Virginia racetrack, that's for sure. That's for, you know, it's been a great day for us and the Home Depot team and all these fans. I'm glad you guys were here to share it with me. It means a lot. Tell me about this race car tonight. You started off like a rocket, that it didn't seem like uh, one time of this race that it bobbled a bit. We never changed the screw all night. All we did was adjust on the air pressure, and, uh, you know, this was great. It was great for Pontiac, great for Joe Gibbs Racing and Home Depot and the Interstate Batteries crew. It was a team effort. I mean, this is what we were working for. It was a 1-2 finish final. I'm just glad I was the guy in first tonight. But did you, did you ever think about New Hampshire tonight? <laughs> Well, I knew I wasn't going to run on fuel, that was for sure. I just uh, was a little concerned about the lap cars at the end, but I appreciate all the guys' professionalism tonight, and they really helped out and let us go and let, us, let Bobby and I race for the win, so I appreciate it. Not only a, rick, a rookie winning, but a rookie crew chief, too. That's a pretty stout combination to, to win a Western Cup race these days. Let me tell you something. Greg Zipadelli's no rookie. He may be a rookie as far as uh, stats and everything, but that guy's no rookie. He knows what he's doing, and, uh, you know, it's due to his abilities and, and all his guys that Joe Gibbs racing that made this car run the way it did tonight. I listened to you tonight, uh, some, and uh, at one time when they're racing up in front of you, you said, uh, what, give me a hot dog, this is a great race you get in front of me? Yeah, you know, the part of being a rookie is you're going to make mistakes, and I make mistakes in the pits all the time. The guys are, are doing a great job changing tires and putting fuel in the car. I'm just the, the weak link on the pit stops, and, you know, getting us behind like that, we knew we had the car all night. We just had to be patient and uh, pick the right spots to go by. How about the last 10 laps? <laughs> just worried about lap traffic. You know, we... Uh, we knew that we were at least matching Bobby's times or a tenth quicker, and uh, we just needed to make sure we didn't have any traffic to really hold us up. 
Congratulations. Thank you. Tony Stewart wins his first race in Winston Cup Racing in the Exide Batteries 400. It really is a thrill to see somebody get that first win in Winston Cup Racing over the years. I've seen a lot of guys get it, and uh, he's a kid that appreciates it. You can tell that in his voice, that he is lucky to be where he is, and he knows it, but he's got the talent to go with the team that he's got. Tony Stewart led 333 of the 400 laps tonight in scoring the victory here in Richmond. Let's go back down to the garage, see if we can hear from Sterling Marlin and Kenny Irwin. First, Winston Kelly. All right, we're with Sterling Marlin. Equal your best finish of the year. Fourth, you kind of came on strong there at the end. Tell us about your run tonight. Got a little cool Chevrolet. We was real good on a long run. And uh, started the race was real loose and uh, chattering the front tires. And uh, just the air pressure, just the wedge, just the track bar. Just kept getting better and better. And uh, like I said, after 30, 40 laps, it was really good. So worked out good. I wouldn't want to caution at the end. If you had any more time, you think you'd have reeled a couple more in since it was so good on long runs? I don't know. That you know, the 2018, 88 was was about the same time. They'd got uh, got a jump on me on restart and got going. But uh, I like to thank all the guys on the Sabco team. They done a great job, good pit stops, and you know we're coming around. If we had a few few of them back, oh, we'd been top ten in points. But uh, we ain't give up yet. Best finish here at Richmond equals his best finish in 1999. Sterling Marlin fourth. Pretty good run for him. Let's see if we can hear from Kenny Irwin. And Kenny Irwin worked as hard in the last 10 laps as he did all night long. He had to get around Dale Earnhardt. Did you think he could get him first of all, and how close was it at the line? Well, they told me 10 laps to go, and uh, then they told me five, and I had lost a little ground since then. And, uh, you know, the you know last couple laps we just pushed a little harder, and, and the tires stuck. Uh, these guys did a great job all day. We kind of went back and forth. One time we'd be running eighth, next time we'd be running 15th. And uh, but the guys worked on the car all night, and did a good job. So I'm glad uh, glad we ended up with the top five. You told us before the race that this was your best chance to win all year long. But does this qualify as a good run and a happy run for you? Oh, it does. It does. Um, you know, we just a couple times in the middle of the race, um, I could see that it was slipping away from us when we uh, weren't getting the track position that we needed. So, um, but it's a top five, and and I haven't had a top five in a while. So I'll definitely take it here. It has been since Daytona since he had the last top five. Kenny Owen come home fifth tonight. The winter party continuing in victory lane. Tony Stewart taking the pictures and holding the trophy and uh, who knows, probably uh, slapping some backs and kissing some babies and all the rest down there. It's kind of a wild scene at celebrating uh, their first NASCAR Winston Cup win together. Stewart and the Home Depot team. Got to be a heck of a thrill to, to get a, a, a victory like Tony has. He's been so close all year long and I'm sure his heart was going 200 beats a minute the last 10 or 12 laps thinking something might happen out there to cost him that first win and to be as dominant as he has all night. It is a deserved win. He didn't back into this one. He beat the field. Before we give you the uh, final rundown, time for Barney and me to select the winner of the Ray Bestest Break of the Race Award. $500 to Motor Racing Outreach Children's Ministries in the name of the driver who got the best break tonight. Well, uh, Kenny Irwin uh, comes to mind. He A couple of times he battled back there and got a couple of good breaks. His pit crew did a good job to get him back out there and keep him in contention. He's posted a top five finish, passing uh, Dale Earnhardt on the final lap. Not a bad candidate, I don't think. So we'll send $500 to Motor Racing Outreach Children's Ministries in the name of Kenny Irwin from Ray Bestest Breaks, the official breaks of NASCAR, as the Break of the Race Award winner tonight. Take a look at the finish. Tony Stewart gets his first Winston Cup victory. He is down in victory lane, still celebrating, as Alan told you a moment ago. Bobby Labonte gave it everything he had, just couldn't quite get up there to give him a challenge on those final few laps, and Bobby will settle for second. Dale Jarrett, the Winston Cup points leader, good finish tonight. He finished third. Running fourth was Sterling Marlin. Great run for them. Kenny Irwin was fifth. Sixth place will go to Dale Earnhardt. Bobby Hamilton was seventh. Eighth to Ted Musgrave. John Andretti ran ninth. Dale Earnhardt Jr. picked up tenth. Mike Skinner, who started on the bud pole, finished 11th. It was Kenny Wallace, 12th. 
Jeff Burton finished 13th. Rusty Wallace was 14th. Kyle Petty, 15th position. Steve Park finished 16th. Elliot Sadler, 17th. 18th will go to Jerry Nadeau. Todd Bodine was 19th. 20th was Joe Nemechek. Kent Rader ran 21st, Johnny Benson 22nd, 23rd to Jeffrey Bodine, 24th to Mike Wallace, and finishing 25th was Jeremy Mayfield. Kevin LePage finished 26th tonight, Ricky Rudd 27th, Wally Dallenbach 28th, Ron Hornaday 29th, and Steve Grissom 30th. Brett Bodine was 31st, Darrell Waltrip 32nd, David Green 33rd, Ward Burton 34th, 35th was Mark Martin, Bill Elliott was 36th, Jimmy Spencer 37th, Michael Waltrip 38th, Robert Presley 39th, Jeff Gordon gets 40th tonight with Rick Mast 41st, Chad Little 42nd, and Terry Labonte finishing in 43rd. Tony Stewart led five times for 333 of the 400 laps. We had 11 lead changes among four drivers. 39 of the 43 starters running at the finish with only eight on the lead lap. Six caution flags, a total of 45 laps behind the pace car. In time of the race, two hours, 53 minutes, and 32 seconds. Margin of victory for Stewart on officially 1.115 seconds. And the unofficial championship standings at the conclusion of the night tonight, Dale Jarrett. We'll hang on to the uh, championship lead by some uh, 275 points. The lead jumping up from 168 back to 275 over Mark Martin. Bobby Labonte, 310 behind in third. Uh, it'll be Tony Stewart, 350 behind, moving up to fourth spot. And Jeff Burton will overtake Jeff Gordon and move him to fifth position, 442 points behind uh, Dale Jarrett. Tony Stewart led it halfway, collected the $10,000 Gatorade Front Runner Award, and I believe that uh, about wraps it up for tonight here in Richmond. Uh, two words come to mind, dominance and deserved. Linda Crespin provided the scoring and stat help tonight. Our spotter was Charlie Crespin. Production assistant was Nick Bobel. The voices you heard call the action of our Richmond broadcast this evening. Joe Moore had the action on the back straightaway. Jim Phillips, Winston Kelly, and Marty Snyder patrolled the pit and garage areas. For Barney Hall, this is Alan Bestrick bidding you good night from the Richmond International Raceway, where Tony Stewart has scored his first NASCAR Winston Cup Series win. Motor Racing Network Classics is a production of the Motor Racing Network with studios in Concord, North Carolina. Remember to visit MRN.com for all the latest news and information. Any use of the accounts or descriptions contained in this broadcast must be with the express written permission of NASCAR and the Motor Racing Network.